every time I, I, I really got to rename the buttons on this thing because every time I'm just like, go live twice. <laughs> boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Uh, so if it's only 18 degrees Celsius there, we we're jealous. Uh, still, like the air being still has always been so like evocative for me as a phrase. It's like the mm -hmm. air was still, it was hanging heavy with anticipation or whatever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, breezes <laughs> help. Breezes super help with temperature. Assuming you want it to be cooler. They're bad in the winter because they make it colder as well. But yeah. Maybe when it's home right now. Oh yeah. You guys have to be the one to talk for now. So say yeah. hi to people. Hello, Poop, and Kung Fu Fenris, and Drew Oak, and Eric Wynn. Everybody's here. Other people who are not present on my screen at this very second. But consider yourselves all welcomed. And it's a, jo a joyous occasion. It's wonderful to see ah! you all so much. It feels weird. I guess this room is less echoey than the one that we're often in. Yes. Yeah, that's what it Definitely. is. Definitely. We have, like, more space around us. More goods. <laughs> this is the OG couch from Exhibition. Oh, it is. Actually, we have some. We have that. And we have Two. other OG Exalt Switch material. Oh, actually. And the I, clock. If I may. It's super dusty. Please don't show the dust on it. Would never. <laughs> Look how cute this is. It's Ray and 10K hanging out. Ah. This is by Status LARP of mm -hmm. Status LARP fame. Uh, Kung Fu Fenris, the answer to that is our air conditioner is in the living room. And even with it on, it is 27 degrees in these Same here. <laughs> Pardon my French. Yikes. So Yikes this is the best we could do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gruber mentioned Spectre Ops is looking a little... It's like a Very Jenga much. tower over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna... <laughs> Correct. Correct. They're vamping because I'm copying and pasting from the um, website uh, that wants to copy and paste the least in the world. <laughs> One word at a time. How you say toasty in here. Mm -hmm. How are you wearing pants? I, just I don't wear shorts. You're wearing pants and socks. Okay, socks are stupid, <laughs> I agree. Coming on, folks. We've even ah! cropped out your pants. You can ah! just take them off. Can you imagine? But then I stand up all the time. We're ready. Oh, yeah. You don't, don't run, though. Just... I don't know. Do what you gotta Yay, do. Poop. <laughs> I've done it. I've done Copy it. Copy and pasted the things. Heck yeah. Like a kitty pool at our feet right now. Oh, that'd be so splashing. Now let me see what everyone's been actually Check saying. Check and show you guys what Ella's doing Ella over there. A super soaker filled with ice water. Oh man, I want poop to get me wet. Right in the. <clears throat> Everywhere. Plants oh. are living their best lives, though. Like, they're so happy right now because it's humid and it's hot and it's sunny. And they're like, yeah. Sorry, what are they like? Yeah. You smoke bastards. If you see us drink an abnormal amount today, this is why. It's hot. Uh, it has been a long time since we started playing this. Um, but uh, we started playing this in the middle of a heat wave, and we're playing it now. Wave. It's true. Isn't it? 
Kung Fu Fenris, we're actually in an air-conditioned environment over here, uh, and I'm doing my best to, to maintain. Because the devotion to the brand... I need to, like, my cut brand. you an air vent in the back. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what? Giant exacto knife. And what just, happens? Like, uh, I have a weird back. Anyway... No. Um, okay. She touched his special place. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Understood. Now that's the kind of banter I pay to see. All right. Oh, Trey Dog, you that's have the official Brom emoji. There we go. All right, Pook. Sold. Ah, nice. And projected. Pukajutsu, why are you so smart? I'm not even going to wear a green shirt. I'm just going to paint myself green. <laughs> Sean, just get a morph suit. What are you doing? Because then he could be less clothed. Still green. Oh, the, oh, I see. Oh, okay. Probably like, would be just as, like, <laughs> compared to a morph suit. Like, that would probably block all my pores. Depends whether it's water-based. But if it's water-based, it'll just run. Yeah, so. it'll just start, start sweating green all over the, like, dice in the keyboard. <laughs> I mean, could it be worse? You could actually be leaking radioactive. I mean, I do have a green stick around here somewhere. I could just, like, use all of it. I should be using the green stick today is what I should be doing. I am slightly Alberto. Mm -hmm. Pixar, it didn't happen, Pook. Pixar, it picks. didn't happen. Uh, yes, <laughs> Trevok. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> I uh, thought that according to the Clerks animated series, nothing can kill the Grimace. I thought that was the point. Also... Laura Who's is very seen low. the Clerks animated series? Yeah. You? Yeah, sorry, John. You went out on a limb. And that's okay. There's lots of limbs on this tree. This tree of beauty. <clears throat> and I feel old. Wrong. Uh, Grimace is one of the characters in the Ronald McDonald land of the McDonald's. The big purple one that's like an upside down triangle. I believe we call Eight it the point? McDonald's universe. But um, not the Hamburglar. No. Robble, Robble. It's the only one I know. Yeah, Hamburglar is a hamburger, but it's got like striped pants. No, the Hamburglar is a person wearing oh. a black and white striped uniform because they're supposed to be a burglar. I don't see any references in the third person. But then who's the hamburger shaped one? Okay, there's Big Mac. He's the mayor. <laughs> there's oh. Big Mac. He's the head of chief of police. And there's... Um, I'm thinking of Big Mac. And then there's Mayor McCheese. Oh my god, then I don't know. <laughs> One of them was a jail that you could climb inside when I was a kid, so. That was Big Mac. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are really knowledgeable about this. I'm impressed. There's also Early Bird. I remember oh, that. Cute. She was cute. She was on the little plastic bibs you could wear when you were really little. <laughs> On this but yeah, the Grimace just didn't have like at one point I think he was supposed to be milkshakes, but like then they turned purple and then I don't know. Purple milkshakes? Well, no, he well, like, like that's when he no longer made sense. Uh. He was always purple. Hey, somebody watching RPG Clinic. I'm I'm happy to see that. Thank you. Clap 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 clap. The first time that you question your reality as a child was through. Maybe Ronald McDonald Land is like the testing point for whether you're allowed to exit the Matrix or not. Or whether you're gonna 
you know, find the dreaming later or not, right? Can you accept Grimace or are you like, doesn't make sense? Reality? Well, dreaming. Dude. Well, I'm fucked up. <laughs> and it's only 612. <laughs> Yay! Mm hmm. Uh. If I may quote. <clears throat> the seminal Jim Henson film The Muppets Take Manhattan. Awesome. Somebody's getting Mowied. Mm. Told my family today. They were confused. I Actually, imagine. they weren't. Oh, no, they uh, got it, eh, right away? They okay, were cool. like, oh, yeah, sure. Congratulations. My mom said something funny. I forgot what it was. So there you go. Yay! Yay! Dio joins oh, Gwydion. Look at this little emo. Hi! Oh my god! Oh, you got the buy one. Oh my god, so cute. Oh, it's a technocracy trap. Oh my god. I like technocracy. I like technocracy. <laughs> See, the funny thing is that McDonald's doesn't really use McDonald land as, one, as they once did. Not yeah. nearly as much. Or at least up here in Canada, it's practically non-existent. Yeah. Well, ever since ever since the sort of like restaurant's visual identity went more towards the classy and away from the like neon and plastic. Did you just call McDonald's classy? Uh, it, it, the the look of the dining rooms have has upgraded yeah, considerably. Yeah, the cafe Renos. There we go. That's the, that's yeah. that's what I was missing. Yeah, exactly. It's time to it's start. time to start the music. So I hope Mam's all right. It's time to get married on the changey show tonight. Bum bum bum. Okay, Requiem, going for going for the old uh, curse Hi. here. I like that. Good, good. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, stop it. <gasps> Thank you for the gift. Good one too. Uh, Look at these good ones. I love Twenty-five so others in chat. We're going to get well, these. <laughs> this these alerts forever. I see five. Oh, 25 total, like total, I think. They but have gifted 25 total, I think. Oh, yeah, they're gifting five to yourself, yeah. but it's 25 emotes. Oh. That's what it is. So yeah. exciting. This is wonderful. I got pride paint. Pride, pride month's the best month. Is it all like, oh good, it's there. Well, <laughs> fun. Oh, Pooka Juicy got pride wave. Sploosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've got, I've got the... Pony. That's Let's appropriate see. for Pook, actually, yeah. Rainbow, rainbow bucket. Yeah, John has the sploosh. <laughs> sploosh. Art attack. <gasps> yeah! Art attack. <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I also will point out at this time that uh, if there's a red wedding, who is the one most likely to send their regards? Henwin? <laughs> How Sayil sends their regards? I don't know. Uh, I guess. The Guru send their regards. Oh, shh. Oh, we're all House Baylor sends their regards because she's taking yes. the territory that could possibly be theirs. <laughs> Reggie sends his regards. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're all in the same place at the same time, so it's not kind of. It's not the, the worst Nila idea. Was like, okay. The Nila. 
Well, I, Eric Wynn's right. I mean, we do know what that is, or at least I, I have a good suspicion what she's on about. So, it's possible. What? I, I'm forced to ask whether anybody is going to be Aragorn's favorite today. Three, two, one, go. Uh, no, no. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You I'm heard one it here. XP shy. Everybody's hated. Everybody's hated. We are a disappointment. Oh, no. Uh, as we previously established, Requiem, I am the favorite every day. Except for days that I get sent to the corner or days that the angry owl appears. Right. So most sessions. Yeah, I was going to say it's sort of a 70-30. <laughs> uh, I will remind people that the bingo card is still in effect, but it is the same card with the same markings as last session, which means that at this point, should somebody uh, manage to get the rest of it through, I am totally... My headphone is not incorrectly... Uh, so that means that I have to do this, which means... <gasps> yeah, I know. Pay, pay, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Pay attention yeah. to him. Uh, <laughs> because Patricia is the best stripper in town. Well, this and is news. with a swing of her hips, she started to strip to tremendous applause. She took off her drawers, and with a lick of her lips, she undid all her clips, threw them all in the air, and everybody stared. And as the last piece of clothing fell to the floor, the police were crying out for more on a Saturday night. In 1924. That's Krista Berg. It's the same guy who does Spanish Train. Oh, John just seriously dropped in volume. I just seriously dropped in volume? Now I think that's better. Well, yeah. nothing changed in my end. I think it just maybe the your Zoom call was trying to spare you the horror. Well, what I really respect about you, John, is that no matter what the song is, when you start singing something, you will finish it. And if I don't know the song, I'm like, I wonder how long this song is. I know I'm going to hear the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> you won't hear the whole song. thing. The, the song's actually something like six minutes long. But I'll Should at least finish the, the chorus. <laughs> it's commitment. It's uh, so I guess I guess if nobody's spending experience, we've already covered the bingo thing. I am hmm. then I must pass it along to you as you tell us what the fuck happened last session and why this session is important. Lots of things happened last session. Uh, you were in I, combat. You sure were. Yeah, maybe you guys want to start because it was exciting. Uh, our oh. wayfair went off, and neither of us chose to go home. Got that death wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we met a trio of Guru, Can't Stop the Funk, Larry, and Dina. Larry. 
We made a deal with them. We made a deal with them. Uh, they wanted to take down Baron Velen uh, because he is uh, Fomarian. 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 Agent of the Worm. Uh, we made a deal with them that as long as Velen doesn't actively fight against the Guru or spread worm taint, they have no quarrel with us. So. Deal made, we have uh, Funk Funky's number. Uh, Funky's number, yes. Yeah. And then Kyoko was coding. Yeah, um, yeah. Brom once again uh, kind of, well, eventually ended up kind of, uh, quote unquote, um, confronting Kyoko about this sleep coding, this subconscious habit that she, this, this thing that she's been doing for so long, he essentially like almost accused her of maybe being a bit reckless like what is this thing that you're working on maybe it's dangerous do you really trust yourself which i'm not gonna say it drove a rift between them or anything but i will say that you know there was some tension there um but kyoko was able to <laughs> through her sleep uh finish coding this thing what is it we ask she created uh, programmed um a treasure for Braum, a shield uh, called Absolute, um, super sick uh, for what it's worth. But also, it's it has a power whereby it can instantaneously freeze anything or anyone in place. However, the shield and I assume the bearer have to remain in contact with that person. So yeah, you 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 know it's it's very powerful, but it comes with you know a drawback as you do. Um, and then Kyoko told Brahm that she had begun work on this many years ago with Kay. And so kind of through her dreams and through her sleep, she was able to reach Kay. And the three of them are kind of together again in a strange way. And then, and then it's the Friday of the bachelor party and bachelorette party. That's right. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Brom, Brom took Zeron and the Braid up to um, up north of Montreal, where it's a bit more rural, a bit more mountainous, um, out into the forest for a little camping trip. And camping, he found some treasure in the lake. They were splashing. It was kind of homoerotic. It was wonderful. Kind of. Kind of. Very. Yeah. Kind um, of. yeah. <laughs> it's true, John. I had so much fun last week. <clears throat> um, Dans le bouclier canadien. Excuse me. Is that a cookie? Okay. And the then the Canadian um, shield. Right. The geological formation. Not Brahms new shield. Absolute. AKA the, the Canadian shield. shield. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, meanwhile, Sophia was whisked off to the Ritz for brunch and spa and up to the Mount Royal, the chalet that overlooks downtown and then... despite her best efforts to get inebriated, patches thwarted <laughs> her efforts. No, she got super drunk. She got as drunk as she could. She was brought to a, to a speakeasy and then picked up in a party bus. And then she was re-sobered so that she could have an evening of, you know, not vomiting on her husband-to-be. I think it would have been funny. Would it? Oh, Zara, I love you so much. Oh, God. 
Look, she she, she would have sent you off with a couple of bottles of champagne if you wanted to get drunk again. Like, she just wanted to make sure you were. She can only ever be sick in private. I know. What if there's two she together? No. No? Okay. <laughs> what if there's two she together? <laughs> uh, sorry. It's um, Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Um, and then uh, Brom led Zeron on a on a merry a merry jest. Uh, they he led him on a treasure hunt. This treasure hunt led to a cabin in the woods, a beautiful place full of magic and rainbows of the Aurora Borealis, where they were reunited with the Bachelorette Party. The uh, superintendent, yeah. superintendent Chalmers, superintendent Chalmers, superintendent Chalmers. Yeah, where Sophia had been brought to be reunited with Saron in their own wonderful little romantic getaway, which I heard slightly before we started streaming today that apparently wasn't that impressive. Uh, but that's okay. It was Whatever super works. impressive. That's not what I meant. I know, I'm sorry. I'm throwing you under the bus for that reason. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill me. Is it air conditioned? <laughs> Yeet. Uh, and then the rest of us headed off to a different cottage down the hill. Right. Where uh, Incisor and Helena seem to have had a nice conversation. Incisor was fallen hard, apparently. Well, I hope Helena falls back. I hope they catch each other. Yeah, seriously. We don't need two people falling over. In each other's jaws? I think we'd probably be into Incisor's jaws. Like, I know that's a stereotype, but, you know. Uh, Alright, well, I'm forced, unfortunately, at this point, to divert for a minute or two, just so that I can have... Uh, Chad, meet the guru. Oh. As Pukajutsu. Right. Uh, through in there, so we will we will watch. We're hunting taint. Oh right, so you mean like the gooch? You don't have to hunt the gooch, man. The gooch is right here. I even managed to mark the spot, you know, like till I got this piercing. Except my girlfriend, she's not really sure she's into it right now, cause like she kind of worries about that moment where like my gooch piercing smashes into her piercing, and like it creates that resonant clunk sound, and it's like. I sort of thought it kind of felt good, but she was sort of like, no, it's a little too sensitive down there right now. And bro, you know me, like I'm all about making sure that everybody's not sensitive enough. So I I had to like undo the piercing, except it kind of hurt in the middle of it. So I sort of left it in and I'm gonna have to get it removed surgically, except, (laughs) So I'm gonna give it a 9.5 out of 10. (laughs) Uh, The only thing that I take issue with, John, there is no way that Chad has a girlfriend. Oh, Oh. whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chad sends his regards. You know, I guess they <laughs> have to build up the rage and then go oh. through the transformation. You know, that's why he took that long. They took that long to stop him. No, to he's going to crystallize into an appearance seven she. Ew. And he will be killed. First. Dude. Towns ain't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> there's, there's too many hot she running around. Sure. Actually, yeah, isn't Neela also... Yeah. Neela's hot. I feel like we met someone Neither else really hot. Person. Damn, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, the person we met uh, in the old port was super hot, and too. Ellen as well, Ellen yeah. Ellen is seven. Seven, for sure. Yeah. 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 Damn. The overall level of hotness has been slowly increasing as every NPC <laughs> runs out of places to spend their experience. 
<laughs> so they just jam it in hotness. I don't see why not, really. All right. <laughs> Is that it? Are we ready? We are almost ready. We, of course, here on Changeling Streaming, take our safety and your safety very seriously. Safety first. So we have these cards as a safety tool. You, the chat, do not have cards, but you do have your own tools. And I'll get back to those in a quick second. These cards are for our safety uh, and for the fun of the game. What do they mean? A green card. A green card means despite any outward appearances, um, the player is enthusiastically consenting to what's happening and wishes to continue. A yellow card means, hey, uh, let's slow down a little bit. I'm approaching my limit. I'm good for now, but just so you know, we're getting there. So caution. And a red card is stop. We don't need to justify it. We can use it for any reason, and it doesn't have to be justified. It brings an immediate end to whatever action or scene is happening. And then perhaps we check in, or perhaps we take a little break. Who knows? As I said before, of course, y'alls in the chat don't have these cards, but you have options to keep yourselves safe as well. Feel free to, <laughs> yeah, feel free to moderate our uh, resident diclave wielding tool, Aragwen, um, if you, you know, need to let us know something. Uh, she can pass that on a lot anonymously or no. Um, you can message John as well, although Kate may be able to see his screen at the moment. Just let you know that. Uh, and of course, you can always leave the stream. We don't want you to because we love having you all here, but it's more important to keep yourselves safe than it is to enjoy this fabulous stream. Thank you. Can I do it? We did it? Okay. You did it. <laughs> A faint croak from my left. <laughs> right in the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Cooperative games are, are something that I have learned to adore over the past, oh, I don't know, six years especially, there's been this real emphasis in uh, creating an experience that you share with your friends around the table. You win together or you lose together. You succeed or you fail, but no matter what, you have acted as a group, as a unit. Except that sometimes these games still contain hidden information that you're not allowed to reveal to your fellow players, or that you may have told them at one point, but they've forgotten. And there's that moment sometimes where you're sitting at a table and you recognize that your group is going to win. You hold what's required in your hand. And for that moment, you know, just ahead of the rest of your friends, that you've all managed to win that you'll all be victorious. And you get that moment privately to yourself. And to me, the best part of that moment is knowing that soon I get to be the one to bring joy to everyone else at the table. Not because it's my fault that we're going to win, 
but because every step that every one of us have taken up to this point has finally pushed us over the finish line. It just gets to be me who has the luck to give the good news. And I think that's one of the best feelings when I'm playing one of these games, is either being the one to give this news or being the one to receive it. And it's in that magic moment that everyone gets to come together and finally recognize that as a group, they're capable of anything. Also, sometimes you get four people to come together and hey, oh, plain, 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 It is June second, twelve oh one AM. We're really we're doing a twenty four A John. <laughs> All right. And this is the longest day of my life. <laughs> Zeron twenty four Yay It's taking to Mexico, we have to rescue. Uh Zeron is not staying with Sophia tonight. Zeron. Tradition. Zeron is in fact uh, staying elsewhere in order to allow the married couple to begin their preparations uh, separately and then arrive together at the spark. So may I ask, Sophia, where you are at 12.01 a.m. June 2nd? I'm in my room. I think. Mab is currently seated on your bed, right where Zeron would normally lie. And she has four hats on the pillow. And she is lifting one and looking at it and then just kind of going putting it back down and going on to the next one and none of them seem to be pleasing her at all uh so maybe i'm trying to sleep but every so often there's this little like smack of her tail because every time she's angry with how one looks she smacks her tail out in in frustration and it whacks me in the face and like Darling, uh, do you do this now? You wake up, um, and as you say this, you realize that there's at least three more hats which are currently lying on top of your body <laughs> that she has already tossed away and discarded. The one with the pink ribbon is clearly the best. Why are you doing this? It goes so nicely with your outfit and with the color scheme. And with the flowers. And then she crawls up to the pink hat and she lifts it with both hands and places it on her head. And she just... And then stares into the little black mirror of the alarm clock next to it. 
and just sort of tilts her head back and forth. And I reach into my um, my nightstand and I take out a little box that's been gift wrapped, and I uh, I put it in front of her. Try it with this. Uh, and inside is a tiny parasol that has been made to perfectly match her like her uh, her various colors on her scales and it sparkles in the sun Elevator slug, am I right? She <laughs> rotates it and rotates it again. <sighs> and then she just conks out to sleep right next to you on the bed. Not in her own bed. I'm gonna carefully put her hats off to the side so they don't get crushed and uh, curl up next to her. I'll be the big spoon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> be difficult the other way around, I think. And yet we've tried it. I know. Uh, Patches, where are you at 12.01 AM? Probably trying to put the last touches on everything in the garden. So, like, the bride is above you. Yeah. Quietly. <laughs> uh, do you have any help? I don't. No, it's too late. Cog, Cog's too young to be up this late. It's a school night. Exactly. So, no. No Cog. Just, just patches. Probably, you know, chain smoking, looking, trying to figure out what isn't finished. But it's probably actually all finished. Brom? Um, I, uh, I am in the midst of, um, not a nightly ritual, but certainly at least a weekly ritual. Uh, I've tried to sneak out of the bedroom to head to the fridge, where I'm making myself a ham and cheese midnight sandwich. Um... The cheese is provolone, and the ham is ham. <laughs> so as you sneak into the kitchen and grab yourself your provolone and... not It's not even like mortadella or anything, it's just like straight up ham? Just chunks! No, is it's, it like it's, you prosciutto know, or...? Caves. I'm not a classy Is man. it like a leftover yeah, just like it wouldn't be a leftover Christmas ham. What is June? Saley needs to it's Black Forest ham. How's that for everybody? Uh, you see that your house guest is seated in the living room off the kitchen, uh, and he's got a notebook, a spiral notebook, that he is uh, writing in and then crossing things out and writing and crossing things out and writing and crossing things out. Mm. Now, now you say house guest, John. 
we weren't gonna let Zeron stay alone. Good, perfect. Just, just checking. It's not like, oh, Kenwin, please. It's King Mel. Why don't you? Yeah, well, it's yeah. King Mel. He's making up ways for you to die. Um, <laughs> it's Zeron. Hey, it's masks optional tomorrow, right? <laughs> it's masks all the time. <laughs> I <laughs> try this one on. Um, I am going to kind of peek in on him, give him a little toodaloo, and then I'm going to make my sandwich and head in and join him. Surely you must be happy by now. Still ham and provolone. After all these years. I am a creature of habit, my friend. I still remember driving around everywhere we could to find a 24-hour store so that when we were staying in that beaten-down motel in Kentucky, you could still have provolone ham. In hindsight, there have been times in my life when I should have taken more risks. Kentucky is, of course, known for other cuts of meat. I should have tried something different, but... Such as Kentucky ham? <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you are you all right, friend? I'm I'm not a writer. How mm. am I supposed to make sense of all of this in a few short words? All of this. I know, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that I am going to step out onto that lawn, every word will leave my head, and then she will appear, and then not only will every word leave my head, but everyone else's head, and we'll all be standing in stupefaction at each other, and it will be on me to tell people exactly how and why this is occurring, and I will open my mouth and I will say something along the lines of I have a sword I'm Zeron strange that sounds like something I would say yes and who cool. taught me everything I know <laughs> and yet you have, <laughs> you have surpassed me my friend in many ways surpassed how well for one thing you don't have the better wife. And Kyoko comes in and she has uh, just a bowl that has uh, fried rice, leftover fried rice in it. Oh, nice. Um, and she starts picking out the little bits of vegetable because she wants to eat the little bits of vegetable first before the rest of the rice. My lady. Wow, that's awesome. Well, the picture you paint, Sir Zeron, is indeed a challenge, an obstacle to be overcome. How on earth do we keep our cool when faced with such difficulties? Hmm. Air conditioning. Mm-hmm. It's out of doors, so that we'll have to arrange that specially, but uh, have you tried... Um, writing down what you want to say. And I like gesture to the paper that he's like probably writing on. 
Yes, I thought that might be the first thing I would try. And how has that been going? I have a few words written down properly. I I, I love you is written down. I, I'm I'm sure that that needs to go in there somewhere. Where is the Zeron who stood on the parapet of Heart's Light and looked out over the County of Cross's shadow, knowing that his love was out there? Where is that Zeron now? I don't live in the past. And my future is just with her. I would write that down if I were you. Ah, oh, that sucks. What? It's, it's awful. Didn't I say I live in the future? Didn't I say something similar at our wedding? <laughs> well, exactly. Now it just sounds like he's copying you. Ah. Okay, I see, I see. So we need something original for Sir Zeron. Hmm. Why not? Whenever I look in the past, I see that Sophia's not there, and that was not good, so I'm not living in the past anymore. I find that quite similar to what Sir Zeron proposed just recently, actually. That's actually verbatim what I said for my wedding vows. Nobody remembers because I was kidnapped shortly thereafter. Rum gets a faraway look in his eye as he remembers the trauma of that week. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm sure she does as well, so there's that. It's like the worst week of her life. It was truly awful. <laughs> it was terrible. She laughs. Oh, God. I'm sure I'll get it. I know... Beauty or no, Sir Zeron, you have always been able to do what needs to be done. There was never a that time moment, he wasn't beautiful. I'm going to point that out right now, Brom. He has always been beautiful. No, no, I, I... Regardless of Sophia's effect on him, I know that my friend will be able to say what he truly believes when the time comes. Whether or not you write it down in advance makes no difference. It's what's in here. And I, like, reach to... I'm holding a sandwich, so I, like, reach to touch his heart with my sandwich. Teehee. <laughs> Please tell me Sir Zeron says. Sorry, Lord Zeron says teehee. And then he picks up a pillow and he playfully tosses it a little bit in your direction. I take it back because it's my sandwich, and I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, are you fucking with my sandwich? <laughs> she... <laughs> Time to unmake something. Oh my god, he really loves that ham. The Black Forest is where I was raised, you see. Um... Oh, look, I'm sending you to hell. Not with a shout, but with a whisper. <laughs> Very good. Well, I should use that. Ayo. Hey, oh, hey. I'm sorry I could not be of more help, Sir Zaron, but of course, if I gave you my words, they would sound hollow. And frankly, probably a bit stupid, so I trust that you will find your, your own. Your words sound stupid to me. Oh, 
That's a pleasant surprise. What? Zeron, I'd tell you to speak from the heart, but you shouldn't bother. Honestly, what she needs to know is whatever you have to tell her in that moment. And that's it. No one is going to remember. No one. They'll remember your smile and the way that you look at her and the fact that you don't put your tongue in her mouth right at the end of it because no one should do that. Gross. Some unconventional advice, but I do agree with Lady Kyoko. Prom, do you think that it's at all appropriate when you're getting married to somebody and you're in front of all of your friends and family to start jamming your tongue and searching for tonsils and whether or not they've been removed? No, God, but it's bro, un- what did you do? No, but it's unconventional advice is what I mean. You would not conventionally tell someone that because they would generally they would know, I think. But It'll it is it is good advice. Come on. Let's leave him to his scratching. Indeed. And then she sets down her bowl, of which she has now thoroughly cleansed all of the fried rice of the various scallions and carrots, uh, and then picks it back up again and wraps it up to put it back in the fridge. I made you some of your favorite rice. And she puts it back in the fridge. (laughs) Mmm. Grains. (laughs) I, too, like carbohydrates. Um... (laughs) Um, I, I leave Zeron to his scratching. But I do definitely look back and I just remind him, try to get some rest, if you can. I'll do my best. <laughs> Ow! Uh... She was just representing her chimerical horns. Yeah! <laughs> uh. Uh. The following day, Um, may I have the contents of your wedding parties, please? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got Patches is the maid of honor. Uh, Mab is both the band and the flower girl. She insisted. (laughs) So Uh I've just said, okay, and let her do that. Um, Kyoko is a bridesmaid as is where if she accepts no apparently not she okay. doesn't accept that's, and that's cool oh yeah oh. no she totally does jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> my heart <laughs> my whole heart um she was, she was just hiding and waiting to jump out at the appropriate time. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> the last second, where? Oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Talus is officiating. So you have Patches, Kyoko, and Ware on your yeah. side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zeron has Brom. Mm-hmm. Aiden. What? And Gus. Oh my god! Zeron! Oh 
Oh my gosh. Really though? We can't trust Lord McAllister up there anymore. I know. I know what that's about. Uh, it looks like you're not ready to get married yet. Get all the way. I got. Hey, Sophia, get over. <laughs> Are you challenging Sir Zeron's honor? Oh shit! Flat, <laughs> flat. Pulling um, the lady here. Uh, no, here. that's who he's invited. Very specifically. It took Aiden a little bit of time to convince him that he needed to wear the same suit as everyone else because he insists that he should be allowed to wear uh, whatever he wants, but the compromise is reached that he gets to wear, uh, and he has a, like a beanie that is just like... It isn't even quite red yet. It's mostly pink. Red cap. Okay. Is he, like, dyeing it in stages? Like, why is it not quite red yet? Do you wish to go into the intricacies of how a red cap's cap gets red? Ah. Uh, no. Uh, sorry, no. I'm, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> I see my time, Your Honor. Did in fact forget, but it does make a lot of sense. So there we, there we are. It's okay, Dad. Where's just been taking me to see some drifters? Yikes, drifters! Oh my God! Don't worry about it. <laughs> you signed away your children to me. It's fine. Oh, okay. all right. I suppose I should have read the fine. You know what it is? It's right here. Murder and all other capital offenses shall be allowed in the pursuit of changeling. You know, in certain philosophies of criminology, a crime is not a crime unless you get caught. Uh, I am no philosopher, but I would dispute that to the very core of my being. And I would challenge anyone who believes that to uh, fight me. Well, there's many crimes that have been committed that you have no idea about, and so you don't care about them. It is true. But if I were to discover them, dot, dot, dot. You would speak out punctuation? Yes, exactly. Uh, Aiden taught me this. I believe it is something that is cool again. Uh... Yes. So Gus seems to have missed a memo, and he is more concerned with making sure that you, Brom, are looking presentable for the wedding. So he's doing things like, occasionally he is like, Father, just could you sit down for a second? Of course, is everything all right? And then he gets up on a chair and starts adjusting your, uh, your tunic to make sure that it's like perfectly centered and... Are you wearing a tie or anything like that? Or are you, what are you wearing? Am I wearing a tie to a wedding? I mean, part of me wants to say no, because I'm a hipster. But I yes, I, <laughs> I think so. I, I mean, unless unless it's like a polka dot bow tie, <laughs> gold and green. It's more about what Zeron and Sophia had sort of planned in terms of like theme or whatever. But I think. I, I imagine Brahm and his sons are pretty classically dressed in suits with shirts and ties of 
complementary uh, and matching colors, matching the theme of well, the wedding. Okay, so technically you have to wear something Sorry, kind of that something. involves green and gold. Mm-hmm. Because it's your house. But it doesn't have, like, it could be like your pocket square, for instance. Or like your cufflinks. Or your spats. Socks. Socks. Uh, I definitely have green and gold argyle socks. I also got uh, griffin cufflinks. Griffin tats, man. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Reppin. Reppin the house. Uh, Sophia? Uh, I was looking at dress ideas. Thought I pinned something and I hadn't, so. Uh. Well, of course your dress has to incorporate blue and silver. Yes. I mean, remember and that... Kyoko was making it. Yes, Kyoko, Kyoko, Kyoko is making it. Uh, remember that this is, of course, at least partially a political marriage. So your houses are important. Yeah, uh, yeah she, she definitely wanted a blue and silver gown. It Like, huge, though. Enormous. Really long train. Oh, train, okay. Not just lar- like width-wise, not just diameter, I mean, but like just a train. Like, yeah, a lot of space is taken up by it. So what Kyoko has come up for you is that your dress is actually uh, completely shockingly white. Its train is indeed very long and will need at least uh, two people to help carry it as you make your way up. But uh, the um, it is a it's a sweetheart cut um, and a veil that the instant that you lift the veil, the rest of the dress falls away and then sheaths of blue just start pouring down not only the front of your dress but also the train, and then leaving a silver wake behind it. Uh, yes. So that. <laughs> Wow. Wow, 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 Sure. You know what? Sure. Like that. <laughs> that just feels like where? Where? Of course. Uh, the internet dress color debate. Uh, so that once you have, you've, you get kind of like your traditional wedding moment, but then once you're standing in front of everybody, you represent your house colors most most intimately. Uh, Zeron, for for its purposes, he's wearing a zoot suit. <laughs> Can't. Although, if he could pull it off, uh, no, he is uh, he's wearing a, uh, a a suit, but he has a uh, red and silver sash. Oh, lovely. Uh, draped across his chest. And he is, in fact, because it would demand it, uh, as he is still... Uh, he still has his braid right around his wrist. That That is there. And he does have uh, uh, brushstroke. Right. Clips to him. The inevitable duel that will follow. Uh, except he's not allowed to draw it. She has to fight for him if 
if something comes up. But uh, he does still have to carry the weapon. So that's there. I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let uh, Sophia discuss with her maid of honor for a second, and I will be right back. Patches would have been okay to wear. Kind of whatever. So uh, you have to have Dougal I will colors. have red and gold, but I want to know what uh, the plan is. Dougal colors. Sophia has absolutely no um, preferences for what Patches wears. She hates it when the wedding party dresses the same. Good to know. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, because Dude everyone needs silver. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone needs to look their best, so she looks even better. <laughs> Essentially, it's what it is. What a bitch! Uh, in that case, Patches would probably be in a deep red dress, um, uh, with some gold. Tr- with uh, some gold trim uh, and jewelry, um, but like a, a like a crimson or a bur- almost burgundy in darkness, um, and uh, it's it the this the skirt part itself has some body and it's floor length, but it's got a bit of a slit um, because she definitely has uh, holsters underneath. How very she's, Bondian of you, I like it. Yes. Bondian. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Wear? Dress? Question mark? Uh, she's actually wearing a, like, a very fluttery fabric pantsuit in cyan nice. with a silver bodice underneath. Very nice. Beautiful. I like the dress. I, I don't think I've ever heard a pantsuit described as fluttery before. That's wonderful. Yeah, like with like palazzo legs and everything, so it kind of swishes like a skirt when she walks, but. Very nice. Fantastic. This is very exciting stuff. Uh, Incisor is wearing her best TITZ jacket. jacket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, in rhinestones this time. Do you think, do you think Incisor and Helena go to the wedding together? Ooh, We're gonna find out. We'll find out in just a second. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, they're all, they could go as friends. Uh, question was asked is if uh, Incisor and Helena go to the wedding together. I don't know why it drifts about that. It's weird. You mean if, they, if they're attending, like, side by side? Yeah. No. Uh, Incisor is uh, a... Uh, because your wedding party mm-hmm. is Kyoko, Patches, and Ware. Mm-hmm. Incisor is sitting on the bride's side of the party. Very oh, deliberately. And there he is. Helena is sitting with the rest of the braid on the groom's side. Except Kyoko. She just, like, she's just lying in the middle of the room kind well, of thing? She's so. one of the bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. What is she wearing? Kyoko? Mm-hmm. Nothing, except for the golden frame. She thought I... that this was a Beta Z wedding. Beta <gasps> Oh, boy. Sophia's not mad. No one is. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little hungry, but that's... That doesn't really mean anything right now. What's uh, what is the what is the scheme for the rest of the bridesmaids? She'd just be going along with that. Uh, don't don't wear the same thing. That's it. 
Don't wear the same don't, thing. Yeah, don't be coordinated. She, like, Sophie. Uh, Kyoko, so what is Patches dressed in? Uh, she's got a long, dark red dress, uh, floor length with a slit, and uh, it's got enough volume in it that it can conceal the fact that she's got a uh, weaponry strapped to her thighs. Patches is dressed in a black tuxedo, green undershirt, yellow Kyoko? tie. Yeah, Kyoko, not Patches. Black tux, green undershirt, yellow tie. Yellow tie. Nice. Nice. Uh, so the tie is the tie is the traditional. It's not actually like a, a men men's tie. It's more like a, the ribbon with the small oh, cute. fold-over tie. Uh, Weir is wearing um, a light fabric, so it's very fluttery, but it's a pantsuit with that's in cyan with a silver bodice underneath. Wonderfully charming. I love it. I mean, we're role playing here. We're actually yeah. just playing dress up, but we're yeah. role playing. Yeah. I thought they were. Aren't they one and the same? <laughs> I mean, in this game setting, it's not often you can do shopping episodes. So. Exactly. <laughs> uh, where is the bride getting ready? In my apartment. So there's a tapping at your window. I go to my window. Uh, Mab is looking at the window and just kind of going, mm -hmm. um, oh. and you see. A, um, you see Peeps. He's he's got a few fewer feathers than the last time that you saw him, um, but he's he's there and he's just pacing back and forth on the windowsill a little bit. Peeps, come in. Well, you didn't think I was going to miss this. I hoped you wouldn't, but I would also never presume to inform you what your schedule is. It's always full. Always. I know. I'm just so grateful to be penciled in at any time, honestly. I am, however, as you may know, the greatest wedding guest that has ever lived. We had people vying to share a pew with you. Of course. Of course. Of course. Which pew am I sitting in? Well, I decided it was actually better if you not sit in the pew because it was just becoming too competitive. So I assumed you would be fine with standing up at the front with us? Acceptable. Good. And, like, you can see a tiny little bit of, like, one feather slowly starts to grow back in just a little bit. Oh. I assume that you're getting married for the right reasons. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I assume that you are marrying the right person. Yes, I am. Very well. I am going to inspect below to make sure that everything is all right. After all, it would have to be perfect. Do let me know what you find out. Of course. And he just hops backwards whoop, and disappears out of sight. Did you turn up the speaker slowly? <laughs> <laughs> he just craters into the ground. My word. <sighs> uh, I would have, um, 
like Sophia would have reached out to her family to attend and enchant them as required. So, oh, they're all attending. Oh, good. Yeah, they're all attending. Uh, Zeron's family is not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. None of them did in the end? No. Okay. No, none, none of them did. Even after my incredibly generous offer of like keeping the t like to having a whole sitcom on the side of like trying to keep them apart. Whoa! Whoa! Just wearing a catering uniform, rushing out indoors. Uh, no, none, none of them do. But uh, at one point, then, uh, as as this continues, uh, McAllister pulls Brahma aside. Losing another one, huh? Loss in what way? Oh, come on. Every time I see one of us get hitched off to someone else, it's just one more distraction from the old breed. But he's smiling, and it's clear that he's joking. Oh, good. Okay, I really thought we'd have to have it out again. <laughs> this guy. My God. Uh, yes, indeed, it is... It is a tragedy, but it is also something that we can and should celebrate, I believe, Lord McAllister. Are you coming any closer to figuring out what you're going to do with your patches? With my patches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, they're right here. Uh, I have the beginnings of an idea. I think... I'm going to have to ask you for some help. Well, you know I'm right here. I'd be happy to help any way that I can. Uh, Brom's going to bounce some ideas off McAllister. He has this sort of like general shape of what he wants Patch's trial to be, but doesn't necessarily under like know what the crux of the actual incident is. It's going to take time for us to figure this out. Mm. I'll make arrangements that I can stay here for a bit because we want to get a bit of a move on on this. You see, uh, I might have expanded the guest list slightly. To, to this event or to the braid? Yeah, uh, to this event. We yeah. couldn't really uh, make it public to new, but... Um, just as Lenore wanted to be there for your nuptials, uh, Seven and Lenore will be here. Except Lenore's not going to be looking like Lenore, if you know what I mean. I think I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, be on the lookout for people it's to It's not going stop. easy for her. Her and Cogs, especially. There's been a bit of a blowback. Sort of thinking that Lenore is just doing this to appease the knockers. Surely not. Well, no. No, no surely. I have a bit of a better uh, impression of our fine queen than that, but. I'm surprised that anyone would think so ill of our queen. What would you think? Everybody's got to have an angle. 
I suppose I would think that two people found each other in a very unlikely circumstances. Yes, but Cog's not exactly a mover shaker. So there has been some speculation that he's just a knocker standing. Look, I don't put stock in it. You don't put stock in it. She doesn't put stock in it. But at the same time, we're going to need to figure out how to get some good uh, good publicity going for the two of them. So I'll also be here to assist in that if I can, just as a favour. I've known her for a long time. I don't know Cog very well, but uh, I'm hoping that maybe he'll show me some of the some of the things he's proud of. But as long as I'm here, if we can get something going on with patches, we desperately need someone like her among us. I agree. I'm glad you, I'm glad you think so. And he claps you on the shoulders. Your sons are looking pretty uh, ship shape, huh? That goose. I'm very, I am very proud of both of my boys. And much more importantly, I am, I feel so privileged to have found someone who can give them the opportunities that I might not have been able to do. Do you know so, that Gus made me a present? Seems to be in the habit of this. What sort of present? They made all of the uh, members of the Golden Blade a present. As, I'll show you. And he shows his own sword in its scabbard. And then as he pulls it, it makes that metal like shing sound, which is not how swords sound when they get pulled from scabbards. All right. Oh, that's cute. This that's a bit of metal like... that goes in there just so that it makes noise. It's pretty inventive. I didn't take him for, well, the crafty sort. Uh, it makes us I, all sound cool. I go to check mine, just like subtly. I'm just like, oh, really? Tell me more. And then yours makes that Ooh. noise as Whisper comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally bad for the blade, Trevoke. Like, well, it's not bad for the blade, but it's not like, it's not going to help. I can think of a way to make it less bad. Great. Um. That's very kind of him. He seems devoted to the idea of ingratiating himself to others. Or perhaps just sharing all of the talent and goodwill he has. I think he's just a bit of a tryhard. <laughs> so he does man. take after this old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go speak to Zeron and do that whole, like, father figure sort of thing. I'll be back. Gee, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> As I as he leaves, my sure of what? Well, we, uh, he, we we're we're all collectively sort of a father figure. We don't. Yeah, but I'm older than you, and he just goes in the door and closes it behind him. All right. You know what? That's uh, all you, buddy. All you. You start noticing out the window mm -hmm. that uh, guests are starting to filter into place, and then Mab. Uh, Mab looks up and then she's like, oh shit, because she's supposed to be the music, but she's not down there yet. And then she starts panicking. So if you've ever seen a lizard panic, uh, they just raise their hands like this. <laughs> uh, 
That's so charming. Uh, I mean, I'd be filtering guests out into the garden underneath the sun sails that I've put out um, so that they have space and they aren't all crammed in the exhaust. Uh, Zister is standing at the door to the gardens and he's welcoming people. Now, the thing is, normally if you welcome somebody, mm -hmm. you're supposed to like smile, maybe shake their hands or bow. And he's just going like, Chun there. Oh. Yes. And like, you notice that there's several political dignitaries who are filing him. So. I would like to come up to Zister and like slightly touch his elbow. <laughs> I know that touch. I think you should grab a beverage. You're shooing me away from my own freehold? I'm encouraging you to relax and enjoy this party. You don't have to work this party. I You've given up your freehold already. You've allowed the use of your freehold already for the day. I have a reputation to maintain. You can glower from the bar. I like this plan too. And he goes behind the bar and then Claude from the kitchen just you just hear a, a, don't you dare. He's not allowed to tell me what to do. I'm the boss. And he, and Zister pours himself uh, a, like a triple of fireball. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, guests are gathering outside in the garden. Uh, there is plenty of shade to be had. Uh, you notice the entourage surrounding Neela mm -hmm. as she comes in and she rushes forward and she reaches out mm -hmm. and she grabs your hands. I am so glad to see you. And I you. And this, Zister Flex, it is my absolute honor. Sure. Of course. Uh, yes. Please stay a while. <laughs> There's a little table with some beverages while people wait as well. Um, will you be sitting on the bride side or the groom side? I suppose the groom side. Perfect. There's plenty of room on both. Is she getting that far away look? Is that what's is that what's <laughs> happening there? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Stay a while and listen. The okay. butcher is known to bring doom and <laughs> uh, I will continue to greet yep. guests. Uh Patches has been has received the job of like usher. <laughs> Well, she took it. She took it from Zister. Okay. Yeah. For now, at least. Uh, Sophia, it's it's getting close to time. Uh, if you glance out the window, you can see that Zeron has now made his way up to towards the altar. Uh, Talus is looking 
resplendent in his kilt and absolutely nothing worn above the waist. Wow. Yes! It is... It is... uh, He has brushed. He has quaffed. uh, (laughs) But he... And he is standing there and he's holding uh, this tiny black book. Um, His arm is gleaming in the sunlight and you can tell Patches Mm -hmm. that... uh, Somebody has like meticulously gone over and oiled every joint. It's just his arm is whispering as it moves. Um, yeah, actually, in Patch's current outfit, you can see her shoulder. Like her shoulders are bare, and the slit is on the side with her artificial knee. So, ah, to show it off. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Uh. Sophia goes to the window, like, I guess, and, and sees this. And if she can get Peeps' attention, um, she wants to get him to make Talus and Zeron, like, look up at the window. I thought the tradition said that the groom wasn't supposed to see the bride before. They both look so nervous. I'll just, like, stick my head out. To be fair, Zeron doesn't look nervous. Talus does. I can tell that Zeron's nervous because I know him, because I am engaged to him. Oh, you know each other. Yes. Good. Do you want me to reassure them? I have several degrees in parapsychology that I could use. No, it's, it's okay. Never mind. I am the preeminent uh, therapist in this region. It's quite all right. Thank well, you. I'll, I'll get their attention anyway. And then you hear you hear him hop a little bit to the side, and then you hear a... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody looks up. Oh, everybody. Okay. Everybody. Whoops. Yeah, everybody looks up, and then Peeps, realizing that he's got everybody's attention instead of just two people, uh, flies off. <laughs> Flies off the window ledge. Wow. This guy. Is there anything I can help with? <laughs> I imagine that Talus. We've asked him to do something quite, um, quite momentous, and I think he's afraid that he won't be accepted. And Zeron looks like everything's under control, but this um, speaking in front of people is not really what he enjoys doing. So I just wanted to let them know that I'm here and I love them. Ah, oh, I can definitely pass on that message. And she sets down her third glass of champagne and steps oh. off. Thank you. Oh, this wedding's getting off to a good start. Uh, patches. We're opening those yet. A man wearing dragon skin gloves and a, like, perfectly tailored uh, suit, double-breasted, big gold buttons, walks in. Jig, surprised to see you around these parts. Welcome, welcome. Well, if it isn't my favorite architect. 
You think that I would miss this for the world? Perhaps. We didn't manage to make it to Brahmin Kyoko's wedding. Well, uh, you see, um, our friends Brahm and Kyoko are lovely, and they are a lovely couple, and I do not mean in any way, shape, or form to imply that they're not, but... Well, now, Sophia's part of a very select group. Um, part of a part of a little secret club that uh, a bunch of us are aware of, and I thought that maybe um, it would be good if we paid our respects. Pay away. Well, who would I make the check out to? <laughs> Ooh, he's so rich. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you ready to come back to work soon? We can discuss business another time. Of course. Of course. You'll know where to find me. Well, now I absolutely do. Although I have noticed that you've got yourself a pretty little ride now going along around here. Yep. <laughs> Now that's just a sometimes car, isn't it? Absolutely. But isn't it wonderful just sitting in that garage? Glinting under the lights, Do right? Do you want it? You know that's not the kind of thing I like. And he heads on inside. Is he with Millicent? No, she's not there. Okay. Because Millicent comes in a moment later, and she is holding the hand of uh, a little boy. Um, and the little boy is like this tall. Uh, and he's looking around like with very wide eyes, but uh, his eyes aren't human. You can tell. Are they like Sophia's eyes? No. No, they're not changing. Rolling a uh, perception on this? This is a perception uh, kenning roll, please. Uh, am I detail oriented? Yes. One, two. Two successes. Uh, those eyes are very similar to little one's eyes. Ooh. Why is he doing this to Millicent? Mad. She's afraid of dragons. Why is he constantly surrounding her with dragons? Rude. It's a boy, but it's little. Um. I like Millicent. It's wonderful to see you again. Hello. And I see you've brought a guest. Oh yes. Uh, he's here for the wedding. Hello, here for the wedding. Well, I'm Jack. He looks up and he just oh. he just goes. <laughs> I'm afraid he doesn't really talk yet. That's okay. He's he's a little different. That's perfectly fine. Does he have a name though? Um, we've been told not to use one. Okay. It's, it's a D-R-A-G-O-N thing. 
You seem surprisingly calm about that subject matter. I've been having a lot of conversations. A lot of, a lot of long conversations about it. Well, you're safe here. Oh, I know. I know. Um, he's, he is very well behaved. Oh, I'm but sure he is. We just have to make sure that he doesn't eat anything. Anything? I think that he's a little too fond of sweets and his mother doesn't like that. Okay. Come on. And then he just is like, still looks up at you and there's clearly this like, I'm so happy that I get to see you. So he keeps turning and looking at you as he's pulled into the, pulled into the garden. Um, and we're, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, I'm imagining him in like giant shorts and like with a big lollipop and like a beanie. <laughs> like, but specifically not a lollipop. We just got finished saying that he's been eating too many sweets. Correct, yeah, he's too many sweets, right? Too many sweets. A cracker on a stick. <laughs> Better. A cracker on a stick, huh? <laughs> uh, Sophia, the door. There's a, a knock on the door uh, after everybody, uh, except Kyoko. Kyoko's still there. Uh, Kyoko is still, like, adjusting and pinning and pulling and tying and strapping and... Strapping. I go to answer the door. It's your father. Hmm. I give him a hug. Uh, you hug him, and he, he still has on the coat oh. but it's it's over nice clothes well I I take one of the um, purple flowers from my bouquet and tuck it into the buttonhole a boutonniere as it were yes how are you wonderful Wonderful seems to be a good way to be. Thank you for being here. You think I'd miss this? Is everyone else? They're all down there already. Everyone's getting set up. The front row has already been reserved. I'm pretty sure that there's somebody who uh, looks very very angry, making sure that everybody treats us nicely. It's, it's very kind of her. Oh, Incisor. That's yes. her name, yes. You met, didn't you? She has the teeth. Mm -hmm. She seems very protective. And I'm told that this is a more important day than just your wedding. I didn't I'm, think that was possible. I'm to be invested as a countess. I didn't realize that I had royalty in my family. It's technically not royalty, by the way. But... <laughs> Whoa. Sorry about that, folks. Well, that made a noise. Oh, was that... Did you ask something 
Kate, was that message for? Oops. When you're not in the middle of a scene. Gotcha. Uh, uh, how long do we have before it starts? We. It's like 15 minutes. Well, cool. uh, is there anything you need before we get started? Everyone else is drinking. If you want something, I can, <laughs> can ask Claude. I just want to make sure that that you know that I'm proud of you. I know. You told me every day. I just wish that I knew more about the adventures that you're getting into, but I I don't think I can understand them in the same way. Every day you made me think that I could write any story for my life that I wanted. Of course you You can. helped me see that they're not just stories, they're not just dreams. It's, it's interwoven into everything we are. And thank you for that. Of course. I mean, what else could we do? You're you always... like everybody else. You're never going to be like anybody else. You're my daughter. <laughs> Brom. Sir. Uh, Brom, Granville is standing there, and you see that Granville has... Uh, Next to him, a uh, this young young satyr who is uh, standing next to this very very calm and very composed looking boggan, and he's guiding them to seats about halfway back in the bride's side. Uh, but then he leaves them there, and then he comes up and he approaches Brom. Your Grace. Well, it's almost time. It's time for a lot of things to change. Not least for me, but also for everyone else. It has been a period of great change these last few years, has it not? After this, I go. My rooms are already prepared. You're not, you're not really going too far, Your Grace. Not well, I'm staying for the reception. I, I oh, can't oh. miss a Sophia party, even if she isn't the one who arranged everything this time. Of course. It's not the last you'll see of me, of course. I'll still have to be here, probably more often than... I anticipate, but this is a shift in power. For me to remain would only be to undermine her. I wanted to tell you that I'm pleased that you've returned to us. Returned? These past few years have been very important not just for the monarchy or for the country or for the nation, but 
for me personally. I don't think it would have come about differently if you weren't here. Sorry, I do think it would have come about differently if you were here. If you weren't here, fuck! I've betrayed my sheetum! <laughs> Well, <clears throat> I, how do I say this, Your Grace? Um, it's this is a beautiful part of the kingdom, and my life brought me here, of course. It's gonna be good. I, sure. I want you to know that even if I'm not going to be here, you still have my support. You all have my support. Thank you, Your Grace. That means a lot. Uh, and then you hear Mab start playing the everybody get your asses into seats music. <laughs> uh, there's a little tiny dais that's been erected for her with a little pillow uh, set in such a way that it's going to be acoustically possible for it to all spread out. And uh, everybody starts getting into place. So there's various different barons and counts who have pulled their way in. Uh, Velen is not among them, I should say. He's not present. Um, and while Laurel couldn't be in attendance, uh, there are representatives for her. For, directly from Carefrost? Yes. That's cool. So does it get hot there in the summer? I probably wouldn't lead with that. You know I do study winter. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> needs some additional frost or snow, I That's an old Brom joke. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a long line of Broms. Alright. Uh so Zaron is standing there. Um and are you are you Brom, I assume that you're standing next to him. Aiden is already kind of looking like he's a little like, like anxious. Like I kind of I'm hungry, and I know that there's no food served until after <laughs> this is over. Yeah, yeah, me too, buddy. Me too. And then I know Gus, he's an unnatural. Gus is doing his very best to stand up as straight as he can, and he's got his hands clasped behind his back, and his chin up, and he has a tiny little wind front, so his little like short hair is ruffling in the wind my boy father we need to look we need to look our best for Lord Zeron we need to be here for him and also for the Lady Sophia she's your motley mate that's that is correct <laughs> Gus we must be here for both of them you are correct is it true that you have to be there for her through thick and thin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has to do the same for you, right? We swore an oath to each other, the three of us, 
attack us, and it is not one that we swore lightly. And I think back to the moment and I let it pass. It was literally just to get admittance to a castle. <laughs> Excuse me, the castle. Thank you very much. To try to save the king. The king. One day, Gus, I imagine you will... I'm sorry, this is going to sound... It, it sounds patronizing already, and I don't mean it to. You have both learned so much in such a short amount of time, and I imagine that at Are some point very that? soon... Sorry. I imagine at some point very soon you will all... or You will both meet new people who we feel close to. Is it true that Patches can put a hollow point bullet from 5,000 kilometers away? 5,000 kilometers. I've heard that she's developed such an impressive weapon that it can go around the world. Five million meters. Into somebody's eyeball. Wow. Um, if that is something that she has developed, I have not heard head nor tail of it. My son, who told you this? I just hear rumors. And Aiden's just like, it's not 5,000 kilometers. It's 5,000 meters. Which is also, like, also, triple like, the distance of any long-distance sniper shot that's yeah. ever been made. I think 2K is the world record. The top Two of the top five are Canadian. And also, not a hollow-point bullet. No, 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 no. You couldn't that really fire one out of a sniper rifle. It would wreck the rifle. Yeah. You could do it once, and yeah, it once, probably yeah, wouldn't exactly. go very far or accurate. <laughs> Don't believe everything you hear, Gus. Is it true that Patches can make a robot that can not only kill a man with his eyes, but also that it can serve you breakfast? The real question is, Gus, which of those states do you want the robot to be in when it meets you? I would like very, very much to have some breakfast and not to die. But Good. I would you understand if I need to be sacrificed. No, no, Gus. I'm ready no... to do whatever it takes to protect the kingdom, Father. Even if it is to die messily at the hands of Patch's robot. I, I... Aiden's like, like I know you she... twerp, shut up! Yeah, I, I glance to where, <laughs> and I just kind of like... I, I know she can't hear what's happening over here necessarily, but I give her one of these, and I like, you know, side-eye my son. Um, I just say, Gus, I think we should have a conversation later. Look, we don't have a big military, but we train them good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zeron turns around and says, You know, I heard that <laughs> Patches is able to hotwire a car in under 25 seconds, uh, even while under the effects of a sleeping potion while being shot at by Dontaine. What do you think of that? Well, I could hotwire a car. Aiden, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I can. Patch's ears are burning. <laughs> uh, Kyoko is finally satisfied with the status of your dress. 
Married life's an awful lot like single life. Oh, sorry, one more time? Married life is an awful lot like single life. Sorry, the last word one more time? Life. Single life. Single life, thank you. How so? Well, I mean, you still wake up and you go to sleep and you eat. None of that really changes. Just everything else. Excellent advice, thank you. I think that if there's anybody who needs advice, it's me. You never seem to be the one who needs it. It's not true. It's true, I lie sometimes. Are we ready to go? And I go to kiss the top of her head. Things are going to change after this, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. I always knew you were unseely. One more time. I'm I so always sorry. knew you were unseely. There we go. <laughs> she doesn't deny it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Secret villain. Uh, Secret villain. Oh, uncomfortable kitten. Yeah, cast cast. Uh, sorry, the sorry, back. gentlemen. It's a quiet speaking character when we've got the blaring AC. I, my my little ears struggle. I figured. <laughs> uh, you're you're taken down. And Zeron is standing there, and Talus finally is, uh, like, he's got, so he's got the songbird on one of his shoulders, and he has Peeps on the other one, and Peeps is just, like, muttering into his ear, and Talus is, like, straightening oh up a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so distracting and horrible. Peeps. You know, I can do this a lot better than you. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Who's the other bird? What's its name? Its, it's name is Betrayal. Uh, and you are guided down the aisle, and everybody is uh, watching pleasantly. Patches, what are you? I'm either following or standing ahead, whichever the sequence was negotiated. Uh, bridesmaids went down the aisle first right that i'm standing along with somehow uh mab ejecting flowers from her heart perfect yeah a little like a tiny little like launcher attached yeah. like one of those t-shirt cannons but it's attached to the harp and it's just shooting flower out. It's perfect quite something very shocking uh there is a gasp as your dress starts to layer in the elements of blue and silver as you walk down uh, and patches you can see Kyoko next to you is like there's this moment of relief that just washes over her face as it doesn't mess up <laughs> give her a little like reassuring elbow bump um I'm here to tell you about love and trust me when I say that I know 
more about love than I have any right to. I had it, and I know what it means to lose it, and I know what it means to know that maybe you never really lost it after all. Which is why I love celebrating love. It's why I'm here. It's why a lot of us are here, is to celebrate the fact that we can move forward with, with life, with power and politics. And yet, underneath it all, there can still be a layer of love. That, that's still there. It's something that we have to hold to ourselves constantly and remind ourselves that even though we may not all believe it, we still know somewhere deep within us that love does conquer all. These two are only the latest to prove that it's true. If anyone here has any reason that these two should not enter into the bonds that will guide them, they may speak now. What are you doing? I'm just shifting my posture so that my, instead of having my hands clasped together, they're at my sides. That's it. Brom? Watching the crowd. Um... I, tr I take like a micro step forward to sort of be slightly ahead of, of Aiden and Gus. Just a micro step. Uh, Brom, you. Could I have you roll me a die of luck, please, actually? A die of luck? This yes. guy feels pretty lucky. The object! It is a seven. I thought it was a one from this distance. That is an odd number. Okay. Okay. So this will be an odd wedding. Oh. Uh, who were to give the vows first? I have prepared a few words. No, I'm oh, sorry. God. You, you, you mean the two of them? Uh... Did Zeron have a preference? Sophia nope. wants him to be the most comfortable, so... No, Zeron clearly has something that he wants to say, but he he's also recognizes that, in fact, today, you are slightly more important than he is. And not because of your nuptials, but because of the fact that you are also going to be made important and special. Uh, okay, then, then she'll go first. Daron, you are the worlds that I see when I close my eyes. You've maintained again and again and again that you are not brave. How can that be when you're among the bravest I know? Because you listen, you listen to you, you breathe your own truth deeply and you heed its words. What could be braver than that? That you honor others makes you a good man. That you honor yourself makes you a great man. 
You inspire me every day to create for you and with you. I will create for you and with you. I will fight and defend for you and with you. I will lead and I will strive every day to be better. I love you. Uh, there's a um, not insignificant number of people who have started to weep um, in the crowd. Uh, it's it's in general it's happy weeping. There's one or two who might be more like, well, this is this is it. This will never be me standing up on that stage. <laughs> Oh with, my god. With this particular person. You Brom. I mean, we're all still choked up about Brom, right? Isn't not a believe you Side by side with Brom and with Patches, I've fought and won. But thanks to the third member of Ignite, I found myself losing. I lost a fear of love itself. Sophia, your gentle words and your absolute determination brushed away that cowardice within me. It's a debt I fully intend to repay by joining with you in seeing art and glamour bloom, if you will have me. A Fiona's strength comes from their heart. It is a lesson that we all learn from Lady Fiona herself. But mine, as it faltered, was bound by your resonant strand. Fiona's strength then relies on Liam's roots, and I've known this for some time. But let everyone here know it now, and anon, that our love proves this truth. Through victory and loss, I swear to offer you whatever beauty I can muster. Through rule and ruin, I swear to support and protect your quest. Through wakefulness and dreams, I swear to love you. And Talus coughs a little bit and he shuffles forward. Um, it's time. If you'll repeat after me, please. I give a gift of myself to thee. I give a gift of myself to thee. Take it freely. Freely is it offered and forever thou hast me in thy keeping. Take it freely. Freely is it offered and forever thou hast me in thy keeping. I swear love unto you and pledge my troth. I swear love unto you and pledge my troth. May those who watch over this oath and those who keep it, and may we never find fault in their eyes. May those who watch over this oath and those who keep it, and may we never find fault in their eyes. Find fault in their eyes. Sophia, you can see something that no one else here can except for one other very small but very vocal songbird 
just out of the sky, just starts to circle around above your heads, never landing, at least not on your shoulders. And it's calling out a song that you know is, is not one, it's not, it's not exactly one that you've written. It isn't a cover, but it is taking elements of your own work and then incorporating them. Mab's gonna be so pissed. Yes, she is. <laughs> so Mab, over where she is on her little dais, is just like, she can't see the songbird, but she can hear it. And oh, she no. is just like, the fucking shit. Uh, Zeron looks to you, Patches, and he nods his head once. Surrounding everyone, um, at the tops of the flagpoles that are holding the sun sails, there are these spheres, and it becomes apparent that they are actually small projectors. And so, an image begins to appear all around everyone in three dimensions. It begins with cascading deep blue water surrounding everyone. Then silver lines, diagonal slashing from top to bottom, outlined in green, start to form hearts, harp strings. And as those grow and surround everyone, Branches emerge from the water, spiraling outward, taking root into the ground as trunks, strong as trolls, timeless as stars. A swirl of silver resting atop the branches never fully forms a lion, but remains in the abstract, dotted with brilliant bursts of color. It is a painting by Zeron, brought to life for everyone, but particularly for Sophia. Is that what is that Sophia's reaction? Yeah. <laughs> it has become a court. It has become a court fashion now that everyone from Northern Ice down to the Burning Sands, when they see something cool, now they just go. Yeah. Uh, Sophia uh, smiles widely at patches, and then like, like full, like just all the love and a smile at Zeron for what he's made. I spoke of love and now I speak of peace, of beauty, of things that we can all use right now more than ever. <sighs> Lady Sophia Abliam, Please look across and see Lord Zeron at Fiona. And know that he is yours and you are his in the eyes of all of us. You may now kiss each other. She's gonna <laughs> let it be a pretty big kiss. Like, this isn't. It's not like a full-on makeout, but it's like it's deep. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not one of those that where like the crowd starts chanting like "Go, go, go, yeah. go." 
Oh, Sorry, that's just call. Aiden. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> go, 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 go. I just do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, that was... That was yeah, that was um, right. And from the painting, the painting, like, that still exists, there's, there's like, a tiny bit of a flicker, right? Yeah. Um, in the flicker, you can see that uh, there are blossoms just floating in the wind and then behind it you see that Claude is very surreptitiously going like <laughs> what a dude <laughs> oh fuck yes you gonna program um, Mab decides to start playing over top the songbird um, so every time the songbird start stops Mab starts up and it starts turning into a little bit of a dueling banjo situation, um, except that it's a harp and a songbird. I bet and, it sounds really nice all the same. Mm -hmm. And then Granville stands and he walks forward and he is holding uh, a rod in his hand, which is, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's yeah. just, it's a long, metal stick that is inlaid with uh, gold but uh, the primary colors of it are red and silver and as he as he walks forward to you he smiles at where for a second and then passes his hand across it so that the red melts away and turns to blue the trick I have my own grateful moment here. I have served as this county's duke for long enough without granting it its own proper count. And here I have an opportunity and a privilege to present it to someone else. Neil Sophia Hapliam. She does. Um, I should point out that this is a big deal to demand somebody to kneel and for them to do Sophia, that. There's carpet. She isn't going to get her grass dirty. Her grass, her dress dirty. That's the detail. <laughs> oh, uh, I see. People jump forward and help. <laughs> With the dress, which is everywhere. Grump just face plants immediately in front of you so you can kneel on the back of the Thank God. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> it's time for you to swear your oath of guardianship to hear this county. Let all hear it. Let all know it. As the sun guards the earth by day, as the stars by night, so shall I serve the county of Cross's shadow. This is my duty. I shall not abandon these lands until these lands are yielded to another. Else may the stars close their eyes and sleep. He takes the rod and he places it in your hand. So it's not like a knighting. He doesn't, mm. you know. He's, it's like um, a scepter pass. 
He passes it into your hands. And he says, Then arise. Countess. Sophia Appleum. And choose your first vassal. Uh, she... <laughs> and, um, as previously agreed upon, turns to Zeron. <laughs> ah, a marriage of equals and a marriage of not equals. I, I like it. <laughs> protocol. City. No, no, I And this is where you would swear your oath of Eshiat. I take you as my vassal. You are of my house, even as the very stones. Oh, sorry, that's Eshiat. Shut. Yeah. Wait, where's that's vassal? That's the correct one. Oh, yeah, God, never mind. Said. Sorry. Even as the very stones. I pledge to hold you, to guard you, and to keep you. I pledge to honor your service as it deserves and to reward loyalty and kind. As the moon to the seas below, my will to yours. I pledge the Eshiat to you. Zeron is now kneeling in front of you, and his head is bowed. Um, but his voice is echoing across the garden. I swear fealty unto you, my lady. Your command is my desire, and your request my desire. May my service always please, and may my sight grow dark if it does not. As the tides to the moon, my will to yours, my liege. And he stands up, and the duke looks out over the assemblage. For Count Zeron Apfiona, there is no greater honor than to serve the Countess Sophia. Much as I'm sure the rest of you will understand and know that the trust that I place in her means that she speaks with my voice when I am not here and that may we celebrate the union that we have seen here today between House Liam and House Fiona to prove that as allies, we can prove more than ever that beauty is life and that love conquers all. And there is applause. And as there is applause, uh, Brom, you feel that same strange kind of twinge that you experienced about three minutes ago in your hip pocket. In my hip pocket? Yes. Okay. Like on my sword? No. It's your phone. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. I. Oh man, sure hope Kyoko's not texting. I'm the kind of guy who shushes at the movie theater. Do you know what I mean? Uh, just... We're all we're all theater professionals. I would be That's surprised if any of us were like, no, yeah, it's totally cool to check your phone in the middle of a performance. It's true. No, I just mean Brom is pretty like. Ugh. Um, I guess I try not to sneak a look at it, but I just want to make sure that it's like you know not on fire. Or uh, it's not on fire, but it's blowing up. You've got four text messages. 
connect? How fast can I see who they're from, John? Uh, what phone do you have? Is it still like a flip phone? I, I don't know. Did Kyoko a phone with a screen on the front? Did Kyoko ever hook me up? Uh, Kyoko wouldn't presume to uh, shame you for your Luddite attitude. It's not an attitude. It's a way of being. Look, if it's anything newer than the Motorola Pebble, you can at least like see yeah, who the texts the... are from. Uh, you see a you see a phone number, but you don't see a name. Okay, I don't recognize the phone number, Parshnos. Uh, just roll me uh, just roll me intelligence, straight intelligence. Difficulty is nine, but you can't botch. Okay. Well, hey, that's nice. Thank you. Well, I'm not going to make you. Sorry. One success. You you recognize that the phone number is a uh, Montreal area phone number, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> you can read Man, the numbers. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I <laughs> um I put it back in my pocket and I await the beginning of the reception. I imagine we're all going to step. Oh, Claude has Claude has already been setting up the entire reception behind the altar. As soon as like the wedding part was over, mm-hmm. he and like as soon as the oaths had been sworn, he immediately just rushed behind where no one could see him, and like turned all the burners on, and then like just threw every glass so that it landed in place on the table behind it. That's awesome. That's what I will do. Uh, if it seems the appropriate moment, then the uh, display will gently wash away. I mean, flickering as it goes, but wash away. Mm. Yeah, that, like, refresh rate. That's nice work. When did you find the time to do that? A lot of sleepless nights, some help from COG. He paid for it, didn't he? Why? Because... You get to keep this. You can patent this shit. Cool, I'll patent it. All right, we'll get the paperwork started. Do you want to do that now, or? <laughs> Let's wait for the wedding to be over. And I think there's someone that would probably want to dance with you. I think there are a few someones that would want to dance with you. And he looks over and he sees Granville and Granville's like, you. <laughs> there's like three small little children with like little newspaper caps and they're all like, uncle, sister, uncle, sister. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. Yeah, oh, I was shit, thinking Chewy Dewey and Catalyst, <laughs> maybe Sophia, um, you know, I don't know. Chewy uh, Dewey and Louie. Classic. Um, yeah, everybody's, everybody starts getting up. There's now food aplenty, um, except that it's all, all like bite-sized cocktail esque stuff and there's this magnificent um, hummus that Claude has made that has this magical property that if you stick anything into it it stays upright so (laughs) so there's now like little bits of carrot and little bits of celery and that that is going out just in this like hummus sort of like dome and he's very proud of it even though like it's a little, it's oh, a little it's like, wonderful. Yeah, but, I love it. Oh, I love it. Um, 
one by one, I should point out, uh, representatives from other freeholds approach Sophia and start swearing the same oath of vassalage to you. Um, so there's uh, Trevor, if you remember him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so Trevor is there. And he's doing it where he's kind of coming and doing it and then realizing that he doesn't want to like cramp incisor style. So he's coming in, he whispers like a quick congratulations to you and then beats it. Um, and there's, there aren't that many other freeholds in Montreal. There's a Cluricon uh, who, I'll give you names later. Like it's, it's not terribly okay. important right now, but uh, three or four. And then one who is a, uh, a she um, who is wearing... Um, this very elaborate scarf wrapped around uh, his neck purple and he's got his hair slicked back very similar to how Velen wore his and he does so on behalf of the Baron he introduces himself as a Sir Kent Sir Kent? yeah Ap Baylor. May your time here be fruitful and productive. Thank you, Sir Kent. I'm delighted to meet you. <laughs> it was a wonderful ceremony. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. And you can see that he's got a little flicker and his tongue is bifurcated. He has a literal snake's tongue, which is why he doesn't open his mouth very wide, but you do sense this. You must be very proud. You must be very proud. Still to me? No, yeah, yes. Okay. I am. Yes. Please help yourself to refreshments and enjoy the party. Oh, I will. And with your permission, I'll be sure to take some back to my liege himself so that he may enjoy at least some small part of this. He yes. sends his thanks, by the way. I look forward to our next encounter. I will tell him that. I'm sure he'll be glad to receive you. And he backs away. Yeah, he be Jeeves. I don't think there's anything strange going on there. Nah, nothing Whoops. on the board. Everything's fine. What are you doing? Uh, after the, as people are kind of going towards the reception portion of it, Ware is making, um, not a, like, ostentatious show, but a very pointed showing of thanking Talus for officiating with not too subtle threats of public shaming if other people of importance do not also do the same. Nice. So can I ask everybody here to roll your perception politics, please? And that includes you, uh, where? 
Okay. Uh, social gatherings. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, difficulty here is just six. Standard difficulty. Mm -hmm. Oh, you. No, I have one success. Yeah, I know, but so. like, just oof. That sucks on six dice. Uh, so Patches gets nothing. Four successes for you. Four successes for the lady in white, blue, and silver. You six? Six. Uh, four successes as well. I'm apparently paying a lot of attention. Okay. And <laughs> Patches is busy looking for hidden weapons. And where? <laughs> yeah. Three successes. Uh, so most of you... Uh, most of you understand that there was a huge kind of like the hell moment with Talus standing up um, and speaking of love and even reciting an oath for someone else to speak uh, when he himself had the songbird on his shoulder. But uh, the first couple to dance, even though the dancing hasn't officially started yet, it's just sort of like, you know, uh, Mab trying to outplay the songbird again. Uh, Zister has taken Talus very firmly by the hand and is uh, holding hands with him and greeting people, but now he is put on this lovely smile, which is a little creepy because, of course, it's a, like, you know, it's Zister. He doesn't and, know how to... Uh, is making a point to go and introduce himself to everybody, and it's not just like a, it's in there, but now it's like, hello, I'm Zister. This is my freehold of Spock. Have you met Talus? He, what a wonderful job he did. I'm so happy for Sophia and Jean. And like, he does not let go of that hand. Yay. Yeah. Brum? Now that the reception is underway or, or about to get underway, I'll... Uh... I'll turn to Aiden and Gus and, you know, nod at them very seriously, very seriously. You did very well. I think we make a good team, the three of us. I'm very relieved. Aiden told me that if for some reason Zeron wasn't willing to go through with it, that one of us was going to have st to step forward. And since you couldn't because you're already married and because Aiden couldn't, because he can tell me what to do, that I would have to marry Sophia. And while I'm sure that that would be very great for me, I don't know if Sophia knows me well enough. I think she would be very lucky to have you, Gus. Although you're right, she doesn't know you very well. Do you think Perhaps... I missed my shot? <laughs> um, well, they are married now, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> but... But Countess Ware says that sometimes when people are married, they don't necessarily have to close themselves off from love from other places. She does. She does say that. As do I. I think it's important that everyone be open and honest and communicate. Oh, that's good. Thought. Will you excuse me then, Father? Dear. Where are you going? I'm going to propose marriage to Lady Sophia. Uh, I'm sorry, Countess Sophia. Good young August. I wish you all the best. <laughs> Thank you, Father. And he starts trying to find Sophia. Oh my God. Where's Dad? Why would you do this? Because, because he can't be embarrassed, but I need him to. 
I need him to see someone. Like, I can't tell him. I mean, I can tell him it's inappropriate, but I need him to understand that it's inappropriate. Boy's gotta learn to get shot down sometime. You could have told him it was inappropriate before he understood it was inappropriate. Now he's just gonna feel like he's being no. shot down. Gus so is, no, Gus is, Gus is the kind of kid who would just be like, oh, okay. Like, you just listen to everything I say. Excellent, thank you, Fenris. Let's lean one more in one direction than the other. Uh, and now that I've uh, now that I've looked at, like, just made sure they know that they're good kids. I'm gonna check my check check my phone. Check your phone. Okay, so we'll get to you the phone in a second. Uh, Sophia, uh, Gus has joined the line of people who are swearing fealty to you. Oh boy. <laughs> and he is standing very tall, although he's not tall, mm -hmm. and very proud, and. Um, he isn't really fiddling with his clothing at all, really. And then finally he gets to the front of the line. And he takes a deep breath, and then he looks at his dad, and then he looks back at you, and then he looks at Zeron, and Zeron is looking down, and he's smiling, and he looks back at... Congratulations, Your Excellency. Thank you, Gus. And then he turns and he starts walking away and you can see that there isn't really a tear in his eye, not really. Not a little Not a little Uh so you're you're checking your phone finally? Well yeah, I mean finally. I just wanna make sure it's not, you know, some sort of time sensitive emergency. Oh right, because people who text you are always about time sensitive emergencies, right? I, a lot of important people from the community are all in one place. And, you know. Uh, the, the first text reads, this is adorable. Okay. The second text reads, you can tell that she's telling the truth. The third text reads, Ain't love grand. Should be writing these down. Shall I repeat? I, I, sorry, yes, if you don't mind. Isn't this adorable? Yeah, okay. You can tell she's telling the truth. Uh, the third message, I think, was you can, um, he's so in love. Ain't love grand. Oh, ain't love grand. I'm sorry. Okay. And the fourth text is I'm so happy I got to be here to see this. Wow, everyone, that's nice. That's that's some fast typing. <laughs> Shot some finger pistols your way. <laughs> Arrive soon. What is that? One hundred, one hundred and twenty WPM. Good. So. Okay. Well. I mean. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Brahms is dense, but you know he definitely doesn't float in water. If you catch my drift. It, uh, <laughs> oh no 
Going to the pool was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm just a like, bag of rocks. Barbar rock, just like Barbarossa. But, um, is there anyone? Oh, first of all, do, do I know this number? Do, do I have it? No, you don't know this number. No, it is a phone number, and it all comes from the same phone number. A oh, phone number. Good, good. <laughs> I just text back, is it you, question mark? You get an answer. Yes, it's me. Touche. <laughs> I call the number. Okay. Uh, the phone starts ringing. Patches? I would be helping myself with some snacks, but also just watching the general ebb and flow of the party. And, uh... Cog seems to be spending an awful lot of time around that, uh, satyr. Perf. Perf, 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 perf. Now they're not holding hands and they're not making kissy noises at each other and they're not. They are actively having sex. Wow. Is that what you would encourage at your wedding, there, Sophia? I'm not saying I wouldn't. Ah, uh, so... yes, the new EP by Sophia, <laughs> fucking on the dance floor. <laughs> wedding woohoo. So, Patches will probably keep a bit more focus on them and make sure that they're not in danger. Um, oh, there's a Boggin who never seems to be too far away. Boggin doesn't say much, though. That's fine. Uh, yeah, she's just going to chill near the food table. Sort of her standard place at parties is spot that's usually well situated and Neela comes over and starts engaging in like very bad small talk because it's actually very technically minded so it's not small talk at all okay. she's just like so I've been working on this and then she just starts rattling off wonderful it's clear that she is actually no it's not necessarily clear roll me your perception empathy there we go uh, and I'd like to, because she's into electric, so I'd like to talk to her a bit about how I did what I did. So perception empathy? Yes. I bought. It's clear that she is a dog. Two successes. Uh, uh, yeah, so she's happy to be here, but there's still a little bit of, like, it could have been me on that podium. Yeah. So she's trying to, like, distract herself a little bit. Yeah, totally. And I will... Listen, and I will talk to her, you know, give some feedback and tell her about how I ran the electrics in a grid underneath the garden and up, up the pole so that no one could tell that they were, you know, electrified before the event. Makes sense. Brom? Hello? Hello. That's good to hear from you again. I suppose it is. How are you... How are you here? 
<sighs> well, I wasn't invited, and it's not very polite to crash weddings. No, that is true. I'm just watching. I start looking around. No, 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 you, you don't have to worry. Nothing's gonna happen. I was thinking an awful lot about that conversation that we had in the tunnel. Do you remember? I remember one of the worst days of my life. It doesn't have to be that way today. It won't be, in fact. I swear to you, on every single name I hold dear, that nothing is going to happen that you will be disappointed in at this party, except for maybe this phone call. I can't really blame you for that. After all, this is Sophia's special night. We wouldn't want to ruin it, would we? No. I wouldn't want to give you the satisfaction. So this is... This is it, then. You've been reduced to gloating. It's not gloating. I'm tired, Brom. I'm very, very tired. And I want to come in from out of the cold. I understand. It's important to be with others, to not be uh, alone against the elements. Absolutely. So, I'm wondering how we can solve this, and seeing as how this is a new dawn, and you have some pull with the local establishment, I'm wondering how we can make sure that all of this unpleasantness can just go away. Well, there's... We could start by having you present yourself uh, on the stair, the steps outside the Spark tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, sharp, with no weapons, and ready to surrender yourself. And what would those terms of surrender be? I don't think you get to negotiate those. They're such pretty dresses, aren't they? Your so, wife made Sophia's dress, didn't she? Did she make her own? I mean, I know she's not wearing a dress, but it is a lovely shade of black. Mazer. You, you can, think you can Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Mazer, you think you can frighten me. Unnerve me. I can only not frighten Zeron. I guess maybe Granville. I don't think he has enough brains in his head to feel love for another creature. But I can frighten you. She's by the bar right now. She's picking something up, probably for you. Squint. You know what's funny about the red dot that you see in movies? It's not necessary. You can't actually see a red dot. But I can show you that there is one. And you can see that there's one tiny little red dot floating 
between her shoulder blades on her back. So, what's that about surrender that we're talking about? You want to meet on neutral ground, I imagine. Neutral ground? <sighs> neutral ground. No, I don't think it's going to be neutral ground. Do you know why? Why? And then you just hear, like, away from the phone, Okay. And 25 more red dots appear on Kyoko's back. And none of them are static. All of them are moving just a little bit. That's enough. And then they vanish. There's no such thing as neutral ground when it's you and me, Brom. You managed to take out all of Broken Flight, except me. And I think you know that that's because I'm smarter than you. So don't play a hero today. Tomorrow, you and I will meet in the location of my choosing. You won't bring anyone else, but you can bring whatever weapons you like. I see anybody else who I can recognize. And let's just say that what would be a lovely party today might be interrupted tomorrow. I told you. I swore to you. Nothing except this phone call is going to be a problem. So why don't you enjoy the rest of the party? You don't need to upset anybody on this special night. That's the plan. It's a good plan, isn't it? I thought so. So it's a shame when plans go awry. <laughs> wow. Dramatic necessary? tension, thank you so much. That's not going to happen this time. Owen Brom. I'm still here. I know that Kyoko's wearing a lovely tuxedo. And I know it's going to look even lovelier uh, when she decides to wear it at some other function, but she'll probably do things like alter the cut or change the colors, because of course she wouldn't want to be seen in the same thing again at another social gathering, right? There's a chameleon aspect to what she's doing. And I can see through that kind of chameleon act. Do you understand? I understand. Now, with all facetiousness aside, and I hope that you interpret this in the absolute sincerity that it's designed for, please wish Sophia and Zeron the happiest of marriages. I will. But you don't have to tell them that it's from me. I just wish you didn't bring other people into this maser. That's, that's what I wish. You know, I'm very good at bringing other people into things. If it's not Halea, 
it's not Kyoko. Today it's you. You are going to be the one to make sure that I never have to look behind my ever again. Mazer? Tell Claude that the hummus looks great. Thank you for the compliments. Good night and good luck, Mazer. Fuck you. Can I just hang up the phone? Like, I'm just. I'm just. You're gonna kill me? Just kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't kill you. Yelling kill me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Brom's enjoying the party, I see. Yeah. Uh, Sophia and yes. Patches, could you please roll me your perception empathy one more time? Right. Brom, could you roll me, if uh, you wish, you do not have to, your manipulation subterfuge? Uh, insightful, John? No, not really insightful. This is kind of a surface level thing. I, I would like to spend a point of willpower. Sure. Let's just spend all of my willpower. Sophia, you're a little distracted because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people coming for you, so your difficulty is eight. Patches, yours is six. I'm going to spend a willpower. Hey. <laughs> this is great. I'm getting my players to spend willpower against each other. Right before a potential fight. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so. Two. 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 Four. Wolf. Okay, so Patches, you don't necessarily notice that anything is wrong. Um, Sophia. Well, you know what? I'll let Scott decide what two successes threshold worth of a perception roll that might mean. Brom is normally very, uh, <laughs> he's not a walker and a talker when he's on the phone, like a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I have to do that as well. Um, but he has been essentially, he has been walking back and forth a little bit while on a phone call with somebody. Okay. After hanging up the phone, he's just gritted his jaw and like beeline for the, well, for Kyoko actually, beeline for the drink table. Um, oh, thank you. I'd like to try to work my way over to, to head him off. If I'm able to disentangle myself from conversations. Uh, Kyoko is still very happy to be chatting with uh, you know what? Kyoko's currently chatting with McAllister at the bar. So, because uh, McAllister is at the bar. And, uh, Sophia, you can intercept if you so choose. Uh, you can notice this. You can notice the interception. I'm, like, ordering a drink. So it's it's not like, ah, oh, something's wrong. Zip. I'm, like, I'm trying to be more cash about it. So, so I like, order a drink, and I'm like, are you all right? Ah, you get it. I mean... Congratulations. Is everything all right? Yes. Call from an old friend. We don't have to worry about it today. Is this an old friend or is this an old friend? It's the opposite of a friend. Right. Who? An ally. Oh, wait, no, shit. <laughs> uh, I think I would start making my way over towards them. My night sense is tingling. Something's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I imagine if I don't tell you, that would make this worse. It would. Mazer. He wants something from me. But of course it has to be me. I'm easily manipulated. Is he here? No. 
What does he want? He wants out. Oh, we can arrange that very easily. That's... No, that that's not what I meant. You are now there. Congratulations, Sophia. Thank you so much. It's so nice that the three of us are all here together for this brief moment. Ignite together again. Deeds. (laughs) Zeron has now started speaking with Mila, by the way. And now they're moving out. Three left. Two left. Oh, nice. Coming out of my head, and I've been doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, weirdly enough, actually, Zeron was the original Mr. Brightside. That's the mm, they wrote the mm, song about. Mm, mm. Look, I don't want to worry anyone. I have, I have his word that tonight is safe. You know how well we can trust his word. I believe this. To be fair, he never did break his word. He just created alternate realities <laughs> through lies. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Such chicanery. Chicanery. These jackanapes. <laughs> Jacking who? Um, we will meet on this tomorrow. Tonight. Where? We're here at the spark. We will meet. We will meet. Oh, we will here, meet. Yeah, we sorry. Meet. Yes. No, no. Vermin. Vermin. Mm-hmm. Promise you won't do anything brave tonight, Tom. I will not. Or stupid. I will try. Sometimes there's a fine line. I actually find the line quite well defined. I just tend to end up on one side of it. The wrong side, I'm sure. There's no wrong side, Sophia. Oh. I'm sorry. Your Excellency. And mm-hmm. I bow my head to her. Oh, I could get used to this. <laughs> so this conversation was clearly about when the first dance should happen. The first dance should happen now. That's what we were discussing. Time for I the first will... dance? I will get the happy groom, and perhaps Lady Sophia, Her Excellency Sophia, will be prepared. Yes, where is my beloved? So the the proper nomenclature, nomenclature, the proper etiquette, by the way, here, is to refer to uh, Sophia as the Countess Sophia, and then afterwards to refer to her as Her Excellency. but you're also her friend, so you don't have to. Yeah. But, you know, like, telling Brom that is something... Uh, well, yeah, I, I appreciate that you let me know, though, John. That is, that is very important. Uh, so Zeron has finished speaking with Neela, and you see that there's this thoughtful look on Neela's face as he uh, squeezes her hand once and then turns around and... comes and joins Sophia. Is this the sort of thing that we're supposed to actually spend time together? I think we're supposed to dance or something. 
Finally, my years of jazz tap are going to come to fruition. I was going to do an interpretive dance. I toss my hat and a cane. Let's go. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. Because when you're a shark. <laughs> <laughs> shark? No, just no. It's when you're. Well, hey, but the other one. They have their own. I'm sorry, Brom taught me everything I know about West Side Story. Oh god, no. He didn't know that Greece took place at Rydell High. <laughs> but is it the version where Cher plays all the characters of West Side Story? Ew. Did you have a, an idea of the first song that you wanted to play? Sure did not. I assume uh, it's one of Mav's original compositions because she would kill me if it was anything else. Uh, Zeron walks over um, just after he, you've decided and he walks over to where Mab is sitting and he slides her um, a, uh, a little tiny folded piece of paper and Mab opens it up and you can see that she she's looking at it, and then, like her tongue just goes, whoosh, as Zeron's tip, bribe. A dot of acid. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now Mab's chirping balls. <laughs> uh, as you head out for your first dance. Yay. Patches. Uh, she was gonna have fun. Now she's gonna stick with her, you know, watching out for everything situation while trying to act cool. So she'll continue to hang by the food table and talk to whoever talks to her. Helena saddles up. You don't look like you enjoy parties nearly as much as I was led to believe. This is Sophia's special night, special day, special everything. I can let my hair loose at other events, but without her to take the lead, I'm doing my best to hold up the standard that she has created. You realize that you all absolutely surrounded, and then she mm -hmm. puts her arm around you, mm -hmm. by a crack team of oh. Her Majesty's personally selected super heroes. Yes. You don't think that that's an opportunity for you to be able to relax? Are they super party managers? Are you? I'm learning. Tonight? I've seen all of Sophia's standards. Yes, well, Sophia isn't a member of the Golden Braid. Nor am I at this time, so... In fact, she is... outranks me now. When I first met her, I outranked her. That's what you get for being an up-and-comer, hmm? She's made some clever moves. Oh, trust me, I don't actually hold anything against her. In fact, I actually rather admire the moxie. The chutzpah. Certainly has that. 
All of you. I think Brom's very content with being a knight, though. I'm not sure that he... I'm not sure that he has dreams of having different names. He just has dreams of having different deeds. Very much like a Dougal, actually. Hmm. We're wasting him in this house. I think he cares a bit too much about the, the concepts of honor as opposed to the honesty of action to be a Dougal. I love him, you know that? I absolutely adore him. I think that he's just the bee's knees. It's a good way to feel about an ally, my comrade in arms. Do you know, I honestly wouldn't have predicted that this would turn out so well for him. There was always a bit of doom reeking in his aura as he would move by, but it's not there anymore. No, it's just seeped out all around us instead. <laughs> now that's... We have a good way of finding trouble. That's more telling, isn't it? What's wrong? Hmm. Well. I am going to try to enjoy myself as best I can. You absolutely should. And you should try to do the same once you've relaxed. Uh, Sophia and Zeron dancing, by the way. Mm -hmm. So people who aren't used to seeing this sort of thing, there's very much a... Like, the crowd has grown quiet, not because of the music playing, although it does quiet a little mm -hmm. bit when it starts playing. But then there's this bit of moment of, like, well, I've seen everything at this point. Perhaps this is the only day left worth living, because I've seen this. And <laughs> what could possibly compare to seeing Zeron and Sophia uh, with their arms intertwined and their bodies moving in sync? Oh. <laughs> Pulling out all the disco moves, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I like it. It's going to be a beautiful evening. I hope so. For all our sakes. Sophia? Yes. Anything left that you wish to make sure that you accomplish in your wedding? Uh, I want to make sure that I I also publicly thank Talus. Um, like maybe I'll I'll give like a toast to him or something. Um, and also say that I greatly anticipate their renewal of vows. Oh, coming up soon. Um. Otherwise, no, like, like patches, I'm keeping an eye out because if Mazer's around, like, I can't just relax, Brom. Brom is cutting the rug on the dance floor. <laughs> he does not have a care in the world. No, of course not. He's not. I mean, relax. Come on. He's terrified. <laughs> Look, Sophia, I learned how to do the worm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, Sophia, I put oh. a crater into oh. the dance floor. <laughs> I will lie in it. Try to make it an even surface again. 
Um, but yeah, she's just trying to circulate and get to know as many people as possible. If there are any new faces, she wants to be introduced to them. And okay, Brom. I'm making sure to stick relatively close to Kyoko. Now that have you told her? Started. I'm going to tell her when we have a moment. Yeah. Like a like a private moment, not like, you know. Do you tell her everything? I tell her that I had a call from Mazer. Mm-hmm. And that he made a show of threatening her life. Well, then he's an idiot. Tell me. I want to hear this. I want to use it. Well, for two reasons. The first is that he's pissing you off, and I'm led to believe that this is a fatal mistake. And the second is that I'm wearing ballistic plating under this. Really? But go ahead, tap. Right above the heart, if you don't mind. I reach out. Tink, tink, tink. Now see, Kyoko, if I had been smart, I would have said, oh, I'll have to inspect you right this way. And then... I would have inspected you without yes. rest. You get to go home with me tonight. We get to enjoy the party and fuck. You don't have to pull me away. Mm. That's the best part about being with you. There's time. Even if he's around, there's time. I don't... And she smashes you against the wall and she just pulls this like incredibly intense kiss from you Uh, through the wall I feel like I feel like when Bron comes out of it he's like (laughs) and then she she literally uses her arms to pull herself up on your shoulders so that her head is leaning cl- close to your ears. So she's now like pulling herself up because she's not that tall. Up on my shoulders. And then she whispers, we still have rooms here, don't we? I believe so. I, I hope they didn't uh, take, take me there. Jesus. Let's go. Yeah, we're your sons. They're fine. They need to learn sometime. Come along, actually, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> What? Don't don't actually come <laughs> along and don't take notes. It's just, you'll learn in due time. All right, let's go. Father Ware told me this is position twelve. <laughs> she did not. Ware needs to learn. She did not. She did not. Patches. Uh, she's probably gonna head off to one of the corners of the garden and probably start chain smoking. She was like, okay, I finished the annex. Okay, I finished planning the party. Okay, I finished building all the stuff for the ceremony. Okay, now I get to fight Mazer. Yeah. Fight, yeah. fight, fight. Yeah, yeah, Granville yeah, yeah. stands next to you after a little bit. Do you mind? 
sorry about the smoke. Time for a new adventure. This is an old adventure. Life is cyclical. You're still gonna be around, aren't you? I'm here. What do you mean? I mean, I'm steward of the spark. We're getting external rentals. We're I'm apparently possibly going to have my mortal job back soon. But I will also be at the beck and call of the queen, should she require me. <laughs> but generally, I will be here. I look forward to it. Tripper 2 to Quebec City wouldn't be the worst, though. You know... I hated this, and you're what made it bearable. So thank you for that. Gotta have fun. Let your head down. Yeah, you do. Uh, Sophia, there is no absence of people wanting to dance with you. But the person who gets the last dance of the night, the person who approaches you and gives you a very fluid bow, do you mind if I have one dance before you're through? We honored And as he dances with you, he, he, towards the end, he pulls in close and he just whispers, thank you for a wonderful party. I'm gonna kiss him on the cheek. He's gonna hate it. He blushes right through his pale, swirly face. And I think we'll end the session there. Cute! Yay! And only one death threat, so I mean, that's yeah. You were saved from a toast. Oh, it's true. Toast. Bing. Did Weir have a toast already? Heck yeah. Oh, I prepared. fuck. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm always prepared. Could we, could we, could we hear, is, I mean. Yeah, you know what? Let's hear that toast. Let's, hey. let's, let's oh, record okay. scratch this. Um, <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> and we can hear, and we can hear the toast. Yeah, and she gives uh, Gus and Aiden both little, like, 
champagne flutes with like the tiniest sips of champagne. A little bit more for Aiden, but the tiniest ones for Gus as well. Okay, what um, kind of music then, do you want underneath this toast? Oh, I don't know, just like schmaltzy wedding music. It's mm. just more romantic, romantic stuff. Go and how it. drunk is she at this time? How much? She is not visibly drunk. Excellent. Okay. Mm. Visibly. Okay. She don't yeah. get okay. visibly drunk. <laughs> uh, raise your cups with me to the bride and groom, please. Oh, uh, yes, I have a cup here. Countess Sophia, know that I could not be prouder nor happier, even if you were the daughter I would have wished you to be. But grant me latitude to praise your husband with this toast. Count Zeron. Were I to have chosen, I would have selected you to stand beside Sophia. It is a perfect match. Sophia played for the Sapphire, and that moment was worthy of a title, but it was not for the moment that she received that title. She received her title for all of the accomplishments that would come. You, Zeron, pledged yourself. You stood steady on behalf of the Golden Braid when others could not. And throughout this, you gave more of yourself as a teacher to mortal minds. The honor of duty has been the reward for your decades of service to Cathane and to the monarchy, but you both deserve every reward and every accolade. And so I wish both of you the reward of unending happiness side by side. Sip, sip, sip. Yay! Pretty good reward, I like that. That sounds nice. Well, now I feel ashamed that I didn't specifically. Uh... <laughs> it was. Right, wrong time for your toast. You have one prepared, I assume. I do. Yes, this is provolone cheese. This is ham, <laughs> and this is my toast. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> is that yonder heart <laughs> with sunglasses? Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yes! I just like, I fought by both of your sides, so I'm the glue that sticks you together. Three way! <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I... Wait, which three way hey, are we down? Cool. Nice! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I do not condone ham and provolone sandwiches, but uh, Brom says take care of yourself. <laughs> this you has been a Brom essay. There is provolone. In that fridge right now. But no ham. But there are different things that we can substitute for said ham. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm married to two of you. Yay! Three of three. Three of three. Three of three. Father, father, do you think that maybe Patches would love me? Uh, Patches, I would be ever so good as a husband. Oh, he went for it. Nope. Sorry, kid. Oh. Good luck. Oh, God. Oh! Look, I can... I can see the sun rising. Good. That it's means okay, you're not a vampire. betrothed to a dragon anyway. It's fine. Oh, I know ever so many <laughs> dragons. Oh shit, Mama Bear, that's all you had to say. <laughs> hey, hang on. 
<laughs> I have some questions. Um, first of all, where is the rest of my sandwich? Also, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk where. I feel like I feel like we can chat. Uh, anyway, we have we have to play the game to vote on. Uh, and we'll find out what you learned. Um, yeah, might as well just uh, start that up right now. Uh, here are today's play of the game options. Sophia got fucking married, yo. Uh, Patches throws the event of the year so far on Sophia's behalf. Or Bra manages not to go ballistic upon an unexpected phone call. That's vote zero, one, or two now. Exclamation mark. Vote and the number. Get in there, folks. So we're going to ask Patches, mm -hmm. or rather Kate, what she learned first. Learned. Do you want me to move on? And yeah, I, I really Scott? feel like I haven't learned anything. I learned that Mazer is uh, hasn't just been, you know, well, he's been that he's been biding his time, and and more importantly, that he's ready to make a play, and not, you know, a play for power or a play for revolution, but just just to get out, just to he knows that, or at least where I'm at right now, what I've learned is that he knows he's in trouble. This is coming from a place of desperation. Desperate people do the crazy things. Liz? Um, just that Sophia feels like she's exactly where she's supposed to be. Shockingly, the ceremony went off without a hitch. <laughs> the ceremony <laughs> definitely went off without a hitch, yes. Technically, it went off with exactly one hitch, Only as planned. Is basically perfectly according to plan at this point. Oh, because you guys got hitched. Got hitched. Yeah, got hitched. Right. So, yes, you're right. <laughs> right. Aw. Yep. Nobody saw those SDs, but... There was no actual bloodshed. There was no duel. Patches didn't have to step in. Aragorn? Mm. Um, I learned that we only had one additional square in bingo um, thanks to Gus thanks, and um, it's really very interesting to play out a big event like this in uh, a tabletop game to give it all of the attention and it needs um, and then have it sort of be like a, a primary focus so it's fun when they happen yeah Kate? We love our parties. Mm-hmm. Learned um, a bunch of the protocol surrounding, you know, Sophia becoming Countess and just how broad of a reach this change will have based on the um, breadth of guests that arrived. Yeah. Speaking of the breadth of guests, uh, we do have a breadth of votes for one 
Sophia got fucking married, yo. Clap, 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 clap. Yay! Thank you, everyone! Uh, Your one experience. And put it in... Um, something to help us fight. <laughs> oh no, Sophia's putting this straight into potpourri. The uh -oh. secondary skill of arranging... Grass, <laughs> potpourri. Sure. Uh, like I've been really wanting to invest in academics. Uh, <laughs> let's take another dot in classics. It's <laughs> <laughs> my specialty. <laughs> it is. It is actually. Play. Sorry, I like. I, yeah, I, I have one dot in academics. Specialty in classics. Never used it. Not. Is that because once. Sophia studied like Greek mythology yeah. or something? Nice. Yeah. Nice. But we have to thank Aragorn, uh, especially when I almost cut off her whole fucking prepared <laughs> toast. You know, I'm great. Uh, hey, I hear that there's been a stream schedule change. Is that still in effect, Scott? It, it is still in effect. I uh, have moved my uh, the bow stream to uh, 6 p.m. on Tuesdays gives me a bit more flexibility in terms of uh, end time uh, and also it's not blazing sun on my face <laughs> at that hour which is great um so join me will you as we uh, hopefully finish some observing on tuesday at 6 p.m hope to see y'all there uh I know that on thursday there's uh we're planning on another rpg clinic uh topic to be announced, but that's that's a thing there. Wednesday? Wednesday there will be Drew Crew at four. Drew Crew. We're going to continue this friggin' broken locket, which is turning out possibly even more batshit than Lila can. It's crazy. And the question I have to ask myself is, do I pitch my talents in again, or do I leave you to pick up all of those voices. Now, see, I'm pretty sure that you've now set a precedent and you can oh, never leave. Because it was so good. Started this. Even my parents made a point of saying that you better be a guest in the future. They were Especially if Eddie, the ice cream shop owner, yeah. comes up again. Yeah, that was that was choice. Yeah, that's that was perfect. I knew it. <laughs> and Friday? Friday, we're continuing the Rise and Zero Dawn, six o'clock. Saturday? And Oh, I just wanted to quickly throw out that um, Punchy Book Club has been rescheduled to July 5th at 1 o'clock. So not this coming Sunday, but the next yeah. one. Saga Volume 5, plenty of time. Saturday? Um, we will see where the Saturday slot ends up, right? It may it may flow on back to those who originated it at some point. I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. But otherwise... <laughs> and then on Sunday we do something here I don't know, you might as well you know, see if you want to find out about that uh, we have to thank everyone especially for the sub bomb today, uh, lots of people getting some pride emotes, that's never a bad thing um, nah. sorry I always forget that info doesn't work and I don't know why uh, it might be a default command for the bot Yeah. I don't know um we also have to thank all of you. It's tons of fun to be to be here with you, especially when we don't get to see other people. But uh, hey, next stream, I would recommend tuning in next Sunday. There just might be some something special that we can that we can show you. I would I would hope. 
but we're not gonna we're not gonna put too much trust in it yet. But we might be able to to get away with uh, having a better setup than we have in the past. Ooh, it's so I'm so excited! Um, so excited! It is it is not uh, it is not easy times, but I find that that makes us even stronger. Thankfully, the way to get stronger is to educate yourself and keep your eyes and ears open and all of that. Uh, but one of the places that you can go, if things are hard or if things are fine and you want to help others, just join our Discord. Uh, there's a channel, Serious Talk, if you're feeling down or if you just need to talk about something that's kind of difficult, but the rest of it is full of weirdo RPG talk, Nancy Drew uh, thoughts. Um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Animal Crossing. Uh, so it's a good place to go. But if you ever need direction, I mean, I know where I go. See you next time. Bye. 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 Ding dong.